Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Poang Bellicom, Sam Kalax Burns, and Ellie Jungle Skug Sparrow. Yay! All three of these are things you can get at Ikea. <laughs> all three of them, I wow. think, are in our house We as actually well. have all three of those things. Jungle yeah. Skug is the best one, so I win. Yes, uh, we, we are. So this is not sponsored by Ikea in any way. No, but please sponsor us, yes. Ikea. Yes. <laughs> this should be a fine business decision for you. Um, yeah, no, we have a poeng on share. We have some Kalax shelving units, mm -hmm. and we have Jungle Skug, which is a stuffed panda. Yes, Jungle Skug is the Aww. best of friends and talks pretty much exactly like Reginald. Yes. It's episode 116. There's nothing numerically special about that, but hello. <laughs> it feels like there should be, though. I know. Yeah. Interestingly. Mm. Mm. Uh, which puts us a hundred episodes since spoiler alert uh, <laughs> oh. uh causing killed the shadow causing yeah. we're 100 episodes since fighting sha fighting nightmare shadows in a brothel oh <laughs> bon chance, yeah <laughs> that was a time that was that a was. time being afraid of sunset for a while <laughs> yeah. yeah just flat out scared of the <laughs> scared of the dark for like a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll get there again. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of being afraid of the dark, it's time for us to cower in desperate terror of the future and demand the future day. us. <laughs> oh, Sorry, that was mean. What messages from the present? It's future, Jason, with messages from the present. Do you enjoy clothing your naked form? Are you fond of wearing stylish emblems atop your flesh to show off your love of nerdy subculture? Or do you just need a stitch to cover yourself so you aren't arrested when you go outside? Well, we have a treat for you. The fine folks at Zavi are releasing a new line of t-shirts themed along the classes of Dungeons and Dragons. They sent us some stylish, soft and very snazzy t-shirts for our Bard, Ranger and Sorcerer, as well as a classic Dungeon Master t-shirt hailing back to the 80s cartoon for me. You can catch some of the images of these fine fabrics and their fine models on our Twitter and Instagram. My own shirt proudly proclaims the truth that... I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. Also, I went back and listened to the intro of that cartoon, and for some reason, Dungeon Master has a slightly northern accent. I have no idea why. Seriously, however, these t-shirts are lovely. And what is more, you can acquire them for yourself. If you'd like to see what Xavi has to offer, click through the affiliate link in the description, and please do use that link as it helps us out. You can use the code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off any clothing-related purchase, not just on the D&D shirts, but also other cool brands, including of a lot of Baby Yoda for some reason. If you aren't interested in t-shirts and hoodies, but would instead like, say, a desk lamp shaped like a potion from The Legend of Zelda, or a desk lamp shaped like Baby Yoda, or a coffee mug shaped like 
Baby Yoda, you can use the code FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off the price of those non-clothing items instead. Once again, we're involved with the online group heist game Agent Venture, where you and your socially distant friends can infiltrate a corrupt corporation's HQ, or a cyborg island, or, coming October, a moon base, with nothing more than a laptop and an internet connection. Check out the link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. I honestly like, never want to know at the moment. I'm like, please don't yeah. tell me messages from the present. I have no interest. Don't let me know. Honestly, a lot of the messages that, like, because of the pandemic, a lot of um, the messages are, like, not necessarily introducing new subjects. They're mostly feverishly written by me five minutes before I record them to try and add some variety in. <laughs> Maybe we should start giving you writing prompts from the yeah. past. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah, writing prompts from the past. Let's do that next week. That'd be really fun. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of writing, uh, speaking of prompt of writing prompts, um, I have a uh, small sort of apology, sort of excuse on my part to make. Um, so, our lovely um, stowaways and ship and crewmates on uh, Patreon, yay, Patreons, yay, uh, vote uh, weekly. Uh, for one community item each month. So the problem is that the last two um, community items, uh, an NPC and a hazard, uh, one has been... The hazard is so unique, there's not currently anywhere I can put it within Newmark that would not completely break this, this portion of the setting. Um, well, I'm horrified. Well done, yeah. patrons. So that will yeah, come in <laughs> once the opportunity arises for it. Similarly, um, the NPC has actually been placed somewhere that I thought you were going to go and then didn't go. They're still there and <laughs> we'll face them uh, and encounter them when we reach them. Yeah, the point is we have not forgotten. We've them. not forgotten. They're just... They're just a bit difficult to fit in right now. We will That's get to fair. them. <laughs> they will appear in due course. Hmm. Yeah. Sir, not appearing in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. Speaking of appearances, it's... In uh, episodes. In episodes. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's time for us to uh, appear at the um, theme tune and stop procrastinating. <laughs> Wee! In today's Wee! episode... Of flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party have had a hell of a night. Uh, yep. <laughs> New Newmark is under siege. The, in order to gather alliance from the Sunset Girls, uh, a crew of 
somewhat murderous uh, master thieves and uh, burglars, the party stole a corpse from a crypt underneath a cathedral, nearly died from a trap, faced a saint, went surprisingly well, um, then brought someone back from the dead. It was kind of intense. Having done that, just about, uh, rather, uh, as they were preparing to get to sleep, uh, Celestia decided to stay up for a bit, do some drinking to compensate for the... I mean, we all, they stayed just, up with me because yeah, they were yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah just some fairly yeah. horrifying experiences. The party stayed up with, uh, with her. Got smashed. Mm. Which meant that they were awake when uh, the raid started on the city as the some of the mage battalions uh, working for the Orsirian Redcoats made their move, including uh, long-distance uh, siege fireballs from the Evoker uh, battalion, uh, conjured fire elementals uh, in a densely packed city from the Summoner Brigade, uh, from Summoner battalion, uh, Battery, I should say, not battalion, that's much larger, and uh, a fair bit of misdirection on the part of the illusionist uh, uh, battery as well. I hate them the most of all. Indeed. Yeah. Boo! The party were able to make something of a difference. They were able to prevent the uh, attack on the trigger. Uh, one of the ships, current, a, a merchantman currently serving as the uh, def naval defense part of the naval defense for Newmark. However, they were unable to stop sections of the East Pier uh, and surrounding buildings from being burned down. And they were not there when the other group attacked the battery, uh, the uh, smaller coastal fort protecting Hickory Island. As a result, these uh, there have been a number of casualties and a number of losses. I'm actually going to slightly retcon uh, where we wound up at the very end of last episode and bring you in before you can take a long rest. Okay. So uh. all of your spell slots are just get count all of your spell same. slots is yep. essentially down at this particular point. So I'm still drunk as well. Yeah. It is after, I'm going to say, three or so grueling hours at uh, assisting with triage uh, in the battery's uh, on-site uh, sick bay that you find yourselves. You are all run-ragged. Uh, Celestia, uh, Corzin, and Scamp, by this point, you have expended all of your healing magic. Yep. Which pretty much means all of your magic in two of your cases. Um, even so, there is still work that you can do, causing your you, your your use as just a surgeon. Has yeah, really come he would be doing whatever he could. There are there are surgeons, uh, a number of city barbers who've been uh, uh, conscripted in to help with that. But also there are a number of other surgeons, barbers who've been conscripted in to help. Uh, but there are also the ministrations of uh, both clerics and lay priests 
of two of the um, colonial churches, the Church of St. Fury in their brightly coloured, often quite nice clothing, and the Church of, Pur of St. Purity, uh, which is uh, who favour much more sombre ensembles. Mm -hmm. They are also providing healing magic where they can, and in some cases uh, you witness Frankly, some things that uh, you can't do. There is uh, one. There, are, there's a fairly intense point, uh, Cause and, and Celestia, where you essentially, Celestia, you're essentially fetching water and things. Uh, where, where I to. tank all my healing magic. Yeah. I've got eight spells. Oh, so yeah, I no, just, no. I point and click. Yeah. I'm still drunk. I'm still drinking. Yeah. But Once you're out of spells, do. you're just. It's essentially just mundane legwork. Um, Cousin, you're busy just trying to keep people on the brink of death alive for ten minutes because you see, at the end of these ten minutes, uh, one of the purity clerics, a um, half-orcish woman with a sort of... A her spirit is almost like a really long... Uh, uh, like a, a really long weasel, uh, but made of, but kind of like blue and see and translucent, like it's made of water. Mm. Uh, sort of does a little circle around, and at the point of completion, seems to scatter for a moment into drops that uh, only you and Celestia can see, cover everyone in meat, like in a tight radius around her, and several mortal, otherwise mortal wounds start to heal up. It's essentially, uh, it, it seems to be a way of just providing healing on a, on a, on a scaled-up level. Mm. Uh, nice. Yeah. Magical healing can take you from the brink of death long enough to, uh, for mundane healing to kick in. However, at the end, towards the end of this three hours, around 8 o'clock in the morning on the 12th of Falling Leaves, uh, there is still a light rain outside. You are tapped on the shoulder, causing by uh, Captain Appleblossom. Captain, Appleblossom. there is they um, got one of, one of those council meetings uh, happening. Uh, thought you might want to get uh, want to get yourselves in. Never rains but it pours. All right, are you going to be with us? Uh, I'll be around as best as uh, uh, best as, uh, I can. Uh, yes, just to keep an ear on things. And, right, you are. Uh, provide a bit of a tactical update. Uh, looks to Celestia and Scam. Hmm. Council mm. meeting, if you want to come. Yeah, fuck it, sure. I'm a council. <laughs> what? Get some. You can get some sleep afterwards, right? Come on. I think that would be. Um, I don't worth need it for sleep. All of us. What's a sleep for? Sleep is for the weak. <laughs> Stumble. <laughs> it, she's just been looking pretty spaced out and kind of drinking heavily. Since she was done with healing magic, she's been drinking quite a lot. Yeah. The... I'm still at two levels of exhaustion. <laughs> oh shit, you are, aren't you? Bless yeah. you. You stumble into the council chamber, where a where a familiar array of people are waiting. Um, once again, there are the uh, there are three orcs you recognise. Uh, there is Governor Esther Stumpf, uh, the uh, orcish woman who's 
uh, with uh, the orcish woman who is very concerned about her re-election. Um, there is young House, the well-dressed cleric of St. Fury in reds and oranges. Was he one of the ones who was going about He has people? actually been uh, right. doing healing as well. He's taken a break off this. and You can see both uh, Jan and uh, Fidelity Peters, a, a human cleric of St. Purity, are looking a little haggard. Um, Fidelity is just wearing it, uh, whereas Jan is trying to uh, kind of putting on a bit of a face of uh, hmm. keeping some uh, uh, keeping a bit of a gr- grin up the other orc uh, you know you recognize is the uh, is the tall broad-shouldered and uh, bearded with the burn cutting off part of the beard uh, tall fast scorch uh, who looks up and gives you a uh, uh, gives you a grin and a nod as you as you enter yeah, you're a sad for sore eyes, that's for sure. Well, one hell of a night, I think we'll all agree. My eyes are sore, honestly. Do I have eyes? It's probably yes. no, smoke. Oh, then mine are fine. There is also a couple of other humans in there as well, who you recognise as members of the Bell Founders. Uh, Hannah Solomon, uh, in her silver ribbon silver spectacles and frock coat, the financier, and Jacob Lamb, the uh, somewhat jowly uh, merchant as well. They both give a quick nod. Good morning. Oh, fuck, it is morning, isn't it? Good mo- morning. Uh, so, not exactly the way that I can just get woken up, says Jacob. No, not anyone's favourite, really, is it? No, I mean, uh... were we able to um, uh, hold them off? Alton steps up uh, and you see a, people, a couple of people look at him. Well, I've been trying to gather reports on things. It's been a bit of a mixed bag. They've not done as much as they could, but we've taken some losses. Uh, credit to uh, Captain uh, Horace and crew here. They uh, it seems like you managed to intervene in time to uh, stop the uh, trigger getting uh, taken care of. A little drunken salute. Yeah, we that need was a boats. Close one, that. Boats are important. The yes. Torfast nods. I'll say. I've got a side few word. Let's just say that uh, the captain of the trigger. We'll be getting the back of my back of my hand once uh, he sobers up. Where the heck was he anyway? Stone cold drunk in a brothel. Oh wow, <sighs> that's really unfortunate timing. Mm. Yep. Mm. Had a for competent first mate, but uh, from what I understand, took it in the temple when the fighting started. Oh dear. Shit. Glad you were able to get on uh, board ship and provide a little leadership. How is the ship doing? Is it repairable? It looked pretty fucking bad. Yeah, L- largely superficial damage. Should be able yeah, to they can fix it up. Could have they... gotten a lot worse. Though. You see a ship on fire and you kind of think that's probably it, you know? It can be, honestly, but thankfully I think we got to Some of time. it wasn't real fire, so it's fine. That is true, bastard, bastarding illusionist. That... Pot kettle from me, but you know. That's something, says Hannah, that we've been led to expect. I have a little bit of information. Uh, Jacob, uh, you've been... uh, I understand you've got some words from people? Uh, Yes, I do. Take some papers and 
shuffles through them for a moment. As uh, far as I can tell, we've got uh, no less than five batteries on the uh, opposite side. Now, of course, there's the uh, Necromancer battery attached to the uh, 13th, uh, the Reclamation Corps. Uh, they're unlikely to come out and uh, join the fight directly, but as long as they're around, uh, they have uh, easily replenishable uh, troops, as it were. Mm. Uh, we've also got uh, four others, we believe, are here. Uh, the ones that uh, you came uh, toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, last night would be the Firestarters. Uh, they're a summoner battery. Aptly named. Mm. This is uh, the whole uh, fire elemental thing is uh, apparently one of their classic tactics. They've been uh, backed up by a couple of others. Uh, the bear paws are the ones with the um, uh, siege fireballs and other artillery spells. They're specialists in it. They're throwing an awful lot of mages at this. This is, uh, well... We are rather outmaged, aren't we? It's, uh, mm. The fact is, uh, a lot of uh, military units, uh, particularly those, uh, the continental types like uh, Sulu and so on, like to spread out their majors, you know, attach one to a given uh, battalion, uh, you know, a given unit, and uh, have it provide support. Uh, the Orsirian model uh, prefers to. Uh, Take the, instead of giving individual unit support, concentrate them together uh, like uh, artillery batteries. You've got a horrible magical soldier unit of yeah. death and doom. It's yeah. uh, got some advantages, some disadvantages, but uh, we you can see when the, when they specialize, we bastards exactly. Now um, they the uh, bear paws are a real problem because of range. They've got range about on par with cannons. Uh, well, no. Cannons can outrange them. Uh, by our estimate, they'll probably... They'll, their range will max out a little over... Somewhere between a thousand to a thousand and a half feet. Um, so... Mm, All right. That's not, a long way. Yeah, not much more I than, a, than a fifth that. of a so what we a need quarter to, of a mile. So what, what we need thing? to counter them then is a spotter and um, the the means to uh, send coordinates. Exactly. Hand for mean, mobile a mobile cannon uh, cannon battery would help as well. Also, how does how does that work? Do they have to all be close to each other to do that? He looks uh, to some uh, to, to the others, and um, at this point, he would speak up here. I think this would actually be uh, Fidelity will speak up. I have heard uh, from those who have served in the army that uh, the bear paws do need to be within at least uh, maybe thirty feet or so of each other. Uh. Gotta really link up their uh, their magic. It's a very specific sort of spell casting they do. Even if you took out a couple of them, though, that'd make a difference, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah, it, uh, if they were all like thirty feet away from each other, you take out one and you've broken the chain. 
Yeah. It's also, I think, why they um, uh, they're constantly on the move. They uh, they cast, they move. They cast, they move. It's to uh, counter anyone trying to return fire. Makes a lot of sense. But if you could get to, I mean, they can't move that far that quickly. If you could get to the bit that they were all going to be on and make, like, say, a massive illusion in the shape of a maze or something, you might actually fuck up their coordination. Yeah. Or confuse all of them. That was the other option I had. I've got a spell that. Messes That'll up people's heads work. a bit. Mm. Alton nods to that. Well, as I see it, in a, in a strange way, they're capable of the most obvious destruction, but they're probably the weakest, because if you can pin them down, you can yeah. take them out. If you take out one, they're immediately weaker. The other... Also, they've only got as many fireballs as they've all got um, the ability to cast a certain spell. But um, I've got to ask, are... Uh, uh, Jacob, are the others, uh, uh, are, are the other bat- uh, batteries, do they all have to combine cast like that? No. The fire starters uh. can uh, do it individually. They'll, you, as I understand it, they'll deploy as a unit so that uh, they can uh, coordinate easily. But they don't have to be physically as physically close to each other. Mm, so they could spread out. And There's a lot throw of stuff. There's a lot of uh, communication by messages, uh, spells, and that sort of thing. Mm. The, the worst what did they go them, after, like, specifically? They went after our uh, ships, they went after this, um, uh, the, uh, this fortification, and um, they were trying to uh, fight in the streets as well, weren't they? That's, uh, Disguise <coughs> our troops for theirs. Uh, that's actually another thing. Uh, we have—I will get back to it—but we have taken some uh, some damage here. Uh, we have taken some damage here as well. Uh, um, the this might be a silly question, but on the subject of the—is uh, it? It was the fire starters that we were talking yeah. about who communicates through yeah. message, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. On the subject of the fire starters and them communicating through message, a really good counter to that could be having somebody a hundred feet away from one of them say the most important one and just spamming messages at them every six seconds so that they couldn't hear the ones from their team. What about a sanctum? If you can find out where they are and just suddenly sanctum the area. That'd be pretty good, actually. One moment, this is going to be relevant. There's a frown. They look to... uh, You see several of them look over towards um, uh, towards Fidelity, friends. I did only learn to do that relatively recently, so I'm not s- sure how that works. I have to say, uh, I'm not an expert in this sort of casting. We have a real dearth of, uh, of arcane uh, mages, wizards on our side, but I understand a sanctum usually takes about 10 minutes or so to cast. I can't do it, but I think so, yes. So, um... Depends. But spamming if were, messages... If they were... That's uh, one thing. That's That would be ideal if it mm. weren't for uh, the masquerade. Yeah. That's the third one. Uh, the masquerade are a group of illusionists, specialists, uh, skill. They tend to operate uh, very distributed. They don't stick together. Mm. They're, uh, by and large, masters of uh, disguise and infiltration. And, uh, well, 
We had some reports about them uh, transforming whole groups of our soldiers to look like the enemy. Yeah. It was a bloody massacre is what it was. They, we lost, we've probably lost close to 40, 40, 50 people from uh, from that, just that particular trip. Because we thought they'd managed to get a troop onto the island and we fired on them. Damn them all. We did the same. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Just a horribly good trick. Problem is, now that it's done, it's. I'd like to say that now that it's been done, we'll, we'll, we'll be wise to it, but now we're always going to be watching who's who. Yeah. How do you yeah. tell when it's a big group like that? Do you have something that they shout? Because surely, can you look, you can look down at yourself and see the illusion? So, do we come up with a code word to shout if you've been illusioned? We're, I'm taking a look into that already. We're, we're getting some passcodes uh, organized. I'm honestly, I'm having to do a lot of work right now just organizing a command structure. Um, but yeah, we're going to put some. We're going to put passcodes in. Those are those have the same vulnerabilities to any spy. That yeah. they will, but you have to change them a lot. Yeah, we're going to change them. We're going to have to change them daily. Yeah, to be safe at this point. Um, and then we've got the problem. We've got the, the the problem of the fourth lot. Uh, what's the name? Uh, the the gold. Um, the gold hawks. Gold hawks. The gold hawks. Hawks. We've Sorry. Not, um, um, who were they? Accents. We won't see them on the field. They're the diviner battery. Oh, oh shit! We're gonna have a number of wizards who can scry. Oh, who... I can maybe be directly helpful. Um, I have a thing that means people can't scry on me. No, you're right. So if you want anything very, very, very secret to be passed on to somebody that you don't want anyone else saying out loud for fear of scrying, I can do that. I can't do it on anyone else, it's an innate thing I was given, but I'm not scryable ever. The Kraken's Bane also can't be scryed. Yes, so if you want to use that as a meeting place, obviously, yes. I mean, as long as it's okay with the captain, but I doubt that that'll be a problem. That's why I suggested it. Yeah. But that means they've got somewhere that they scry from that isn't sanctumed. Yeah, they've at least got a sending room. Yeah. Most likely they'll be working from the from uh, Fort Beatrix. Okay. Or that would make sense. If they need to get closer, they might they might have a forward base. But a lot of what they can do, uh, I understand, they only need to be within a mile or so. Hmm. So uh, it can be tricky. On their own, they're not necessarily the biggest problem but when they work with the other units if they can send coordinates and locations Mm, everything everything they do enhances the work of the others full very formidable units (sighs) with the destruction of the uh, the ships the other day is there a um a notable or definite um, ranking officer for the, uh, or chief of operations in this area? As I understand it, uh, it's navally, uh, it's going to be Captain, it's going to be Commodore Black Tusk. 
that makes sense. Um, but yes, uh, there sh- there is actually a colonel uh, on their side. Um, so that would be uh, was it? Ah, oh, yes, uh, Colonel uh, Colonel Tompkins. Tompkins right. works in uh, station. It would be the uh, garrison commander at the uh, uh, commander at the fort. Sorry, do ignore me. I'm just laughing at my own inability to spell Colonel. I don't want you to think Colonel. I'm laughing. No, yeah, I, I know bizarre. how to spell Colonel. I just couldn't physically write it for a second. Yeah. I wrote Colonel, if anyone is interested. <laughs> I, I just did the abbreviation of it yeah. for that very reason. <laughs> Dyslexia is not fun. Speaking <laughs> of which, um, damage report-wise, on our end, uh, damage... <laughs> this... Speaking of which, damage report-wise, on our end, uh, we've run into... Well, the actual battery itself took some damage, but we're shoring that up as much as we can. The problem is, they managed to get one of them over the walls and into some of the... Uh, into one of the... Uh, one of the armories. Now, obviously, we don't keep everything in one armory, but we are down about... We're down about 100... Uh, about 100 firearms. Shit. And, uh, one, uh, about 100 firearms, one of the uh, battery cannons, mm. and, uh... Long guns as well, aren't fair, uh, And a for, fair portion of the, uh, of the powder. Now, uh, that could be replaced if we could get supplies in. And here, but I'd say one of the big problems is... At least one of those batteries is probably still here on the island. Because if it was me, maybe the fire starters might have headed back to safety, but the illusionists are probably still around. And we don't know where they are. Mm, Here's the thing. We don't have visuals for any of them. We don't know their faces. We don't know their names. Because surprise, surprise, uh, it turns out both the uh, Masquerade and the Goldhawks go by pseudonyms. Would make sense. And call signs specifically so you can't scry on them. Hmm. So that's going to make it pretty blooming tricky. Now... If they can look like other people as well, they could be anyone. Exactly. Now, I've uh, tried to to look at the situation... Takes out some paper, uh, a map of the city, as well as uh, various notes, and starts pointing between them. We are, we've taken some hits on uh, uh, on our fighting force. Although fortunately, we've been able to save a lot of lives thanks to the uh, clerical support here, and we've taken uh, losses to supplies. However, you were able to. Uh, we were. Uh, you. Uh, we were, with your aid, able to stop them uh, making a significant dent into our navy. Now, Something. we are still about, about even. We've had a. It's been. They've. They've struck us a blow. Uh, you were saying that you, your mission has been a bit more successful. Have we got new assets? We do. We've, We've got. got some- Thieves and some spies. Really good infiltrators. Yeah. Okay, good infiltrators. So small group, but good at getting into places, good at stealing stuff, being unseen, all that. Okay, saboteurs, uh, saboteurs or, or, or intel. That's that's good. We, frankly, uh, he looks to the others. I'd suggest using uh, this uh, group. Uh, what's her name? Sunset Girls. Right. 
the these uh, sunset girls in the same way that I'd suggest using uh, the officers of the Kraken's Bane here. They are a strike force. We've got other mm -hmm. places we can be trying to shore up our defences. And at this point, I actually recommend for the most part that we do work on shoring up defences. It's only going to be a matter of time until they make a full-on assault. They're likely to make some probing attacks as well, like these ones, and they may try other dirty tricks. But they've got the disadvantage as long as they have to, cro uh, to cross the uh, river. Obviously, in the longer term, we need more troops. We need more people from abroad. I understand that there is uh, that's something that Hannah's working on as well, and that's maybe something else you can help. Uh, we can we can work on. Also, the fact that they're going after you so aggressively suggests to me they don't have the resources, at, the, at least at the moment, for a long siege. No, but they're they trying will. to take you by force. Mm. That's so we point. have to it's we have to strike back before they have the uh, the opportunity to get those resources because exactly. otherwise this could go on for years. And there's but we we've only got so long. We've got to tip the balance in our favor because sooner or later they're going to get reinforcements in from the other forts. Mm. Yeah. Right now we've gone thanks to that stunt you pulled uh back in the bay. We've gone from a distinct disadvantage to maybe about par in de on defense. We're not in a position where I'd suggest, you know, assaulting Fort Beatrix or anything like that. No. Um, so I've prepared a list of targets that I can think of that might be of use. Um, All right. That you yourselves might want to look into or that we can recommend sending these, uh, these Sunset Girls against. Now, obviously... You, I'm sure you've got other things you could do as well that you might that, that might take up uh, that you might give you better benefits. Uh, things like whatever uh, the start, whatever it is you did to uh, get uh, to get these new allies on board, that might be more important. So, one thing is we need new, we need to replace the supplies we've lost and get more ideally. Now that could mean stealing from uh, them from their. Uh, Either from the fort directly, or from uh, the munitions that, they're, that the individual uh, platoons are carrying uh, around. Mm. We need guns. We especially need long guns. We don't have mobile batteries. They've got, I think, what's the uh, current? Uh, what's the current guess? Uh, we think they've got about uh, four uh, four artillery batteries. Well. Right, so that's uh, what six cannon, two howitzer each. Yeah, we need uh, so we need some of those, and frankly, we either need to get them from people from people who can manufacture them and get them to us, or we need to take theirs. That's one. Is there option. anyone like that in the city? Not, uh, I don't know. I'm not familiar with this. Maybe some of the others will have some ideas. Uh, young uh, house, the or puts up a hand. Uh, Lack to, uh, sorry, this is... I'd like to talk to you about that uh, after this meeting. There's uh, something uh, you might uh, want to have a word with you in private about that I could. All right. Maybe uh, might be worth you coming around for. Uh, All right. I understand you. You've uh, got a bit of experience with uh, negotiations and such. Yeah, we we love a negotiation. Yeah, we're yep. also experienced with smashing grabs, which I think is what um, we may have to resort to. Yeah. Alton continues. 
Now, obviously, we've got some other options as well in terms of direct attacks uh, for strike squads like yourself and the, uh, and the Sunset Girls. One option, and that comes down to taking down small vital units. So, obviously, there's the, there's the mage batteries. Mm. Um, unlike artillery, which we can support by just taking it, those we're going to have to take out. Now, we could, uh, I'd say it would be probably a job in and of itself for these uh, for this strike team that you've got to go after one specific battery and try and counter them or take them out. Mm -hmm. So you could set, so any one of those, uh, Firestarters, Masquerade, Gold, Hawks, or the Bear Paws. Or, and this would be more dangerous, <laughs> as dangerous maybe, there's going for the uh, Necromancy battery in the fort. They're well protected. It'd be a bastard to get them, but if we took out their necromancers, they can't. Rep uh, uh, then that's going to seriously hamper their ability to resupply. They don't have endless numbers. Exactly. They'd also spend half the time fighting their own men. Also, hell, if we could nick their repeaters. Yeah, that's also a thing. Uh, in fact, attack it. Another option besides going for the uh, for the necromancers. Uh, might actually be to, uh, and this is a job for snipers and such, might be actually just trying to take out the sergeants who carry the repeaters. I because have a specialist in my crew. Be he says with um, a beaming uh, look. It's very good. I know you do. Uh, I might suggest seconding her to whichever strike squad you send. Uh, we, we send after this if this is our the priority we choose. Also, of course, there's also the classics taking out the command structure. Now that's either going for individual commanders of, uh, of uh, battalions and units, or going for the big ones, trying to take out Tompkins or trying to take out uh, trying to take uh, take out Black Tusk. Oh, I'd love to. Both yeah. of them are Delicious. going to be extremely well defended. But obviously, taking them out is going to be is going to be a big organizational hit. Yeah, be difficult for our opponents. Finally, there's hunting the bastards that we've got on our side. Uh, now that's the obviously that's the masquerade, but I wouldn't put it past them to have a few spies as well. Goodness no! And so there's rooting out spies on our end, or, and I think this would be a job that would be quite well suited to these. Uh, thieves you've got putting some spies on their end yeah giving our, our getting our own infiltrators people who can get amongst them and figure out where, what they're going to do next I did have a thought actually we know that at least one person in the sunset girls can do sanctum as a spell so you've got yeah. wait, wait 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 you've got a wizard yeah well, they must be able to do a sanctum because they've been sanctumed for fucking ages Okay, they've that... got a wizard, but they also will want paying for everything they do that is that sort of... Like, they'll want a cut. They're mercenaries. So, yeah. Fine. Uh, Hannah, can we manage that? I believe I can sort something out. Good. All right. That's the obvious targets that, from a military standpoint, I can see. Hannah cuts in. And, of course... We always need more allies. If we can get more people fighting on the ground, that will make a difference. If we can get supplies in from arms manufacturers, like we mentioned before, or elsewhere, that can make a difference. 
I have some news. Uh, there may be a ship that might... There, there may be some supplies either coming by, by sea or land from uh, one of my contacts, uh, 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 Lady Grace Pamplona. Uh, oh, she's fun. Yeah, she's got some supplies. That won't be arriving for at least a couple... In a place to get close for, for at least a couple of days. But that may, may or may not need protection when that happens. Uh, probably right. sounds like it will. <sighs> we understand. I've given us a lot of options here, and we've got relatively limited resources. I've already given my recommendations to the rest of the council about where to put uh, our troops as a whole. This is about comes down to yourselves and the Sunset Girls. Hmm. Where and we want your uh, 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 and I strongly recommend we listen to their insights on this because they've got a lot of strike experience. Trust me, I've lived through a bit um, of it. Hmm. These illusionists, what well, if they're disguising themselves as other people? That is illusion, isn't it? Not transformation. Uh, yeah, so, that would. As far um... as I know. Because I hate to say it, but there's no way we can be sure that anyone in here isn't one of them. But if it's not a physical change, all you're going to do is like touch someone's face and see if it matches. Yeah, it's a little sense. bit invasive, but I think it might be worth doing before every meeting. I can also uh, read minds. So if somebody's face didn't match, we could check. I want to look around and see if anyone twitched at that. Roll an inside check. Oh, I'm drunk. How does that affect things? Disadvantage? Ah, uh, wisdom's so disadvantage. Um, oh yeah, no, definitely not. Like, six. Either there's no imposters here, or they're good, mm -hmm. as far as you can tell. Um, it's really hard to read. The, the uh, there is a, a, there is a nod to that. Right, uh, speaking of which, uh, today our personal password, as far as each of us here is concerned, is, uh, check some notes, takes a, it takes a die from a pocket, rolls it, hmm. rutabaga. What does that mean? I think it's a type of vegetable. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That's uh, the uh, call is rutabaga, and response rolls again is donkey. I've <laughs> got to get. I've got to pick some better passwords. Uh, you've got root vegetables and and donkey. Right. <laughs> I'm glad that we're all grasping the gravity of the situation. It's been a long night. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, you have no idea. Hmm. I'll try and get some better better passcode uh, codes up by, by the morning, but I'm just trying to randomly roll them, uh, roll these as far as I can. Uh, yeah, that's sensible. No, it makes a lot of sense. The stupider the better, really. Yeah. So next time we have a meeting, that's our codes for checking in with each other. Uh -huh. All right, got it. All right. Next time we have a meeting, we should do some face touching. We could do some face touching now. I we should do it now faces. before we leave. Let me touch all your faces. There's a look of kind of extreme discomfort from the uh, for, for, from the purity sister, but she. I'll touch <sighs> your face chastely. I promise. Hmm. <laughs> like, 
tap her face. <laughs> I feel like me and Scamp do the face touching because we're yep. funny. <laughs> do we feel anything Touch. weird on the faces? Not as far as you can tell. Alton snaps his fingers. Right, uh, gonna need you to kneel down because we've got to check you as well. Oh yeah, yep. touch my face. Go on, face. I love face. Mine touching. is super distinct. You touch you yours as well, Alton. Ah, yeah. oh, it's a nice yeah. face. Lovely. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> right, yeah. Don't, don't squeeze my nose. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, as I said, what what we what we need to decide right now is where we are, our two strike teams are best used. I'd say start. Quicker question: Where do we want to put the Sunset Girls? Hmm. I think we need people on the inside urgently. And if they can double up that mission of leaving a spy with, like, inve- like stealing something, that might be worth doing. That'd be pretty I've ideal. Got, I've got a way that people can carry things that are heavy easier, like carry bulk. So they might be able to get quite a few guns out. Yeah, if we give them that. That could be a really good idea. Other than that, on your list, um, this is an opinion and a thought, so uh, I don't know how everyone else feels, but the one that is calling to me as would be really good if we could take it out is the uh, the battery of Reclamation Corps. If we yeah, could I take agree. out their wizards and nick some repeaters... That would, A, yeah. take a load of like replaceable numbers off them and potentially give us a load of replaceable numbers, exactly. which would solve got... a lot of problems. Do we have any necromancers, though? Uh, we've got, got one, but we'd need to guarantee... Okay, oh, actually, I think they've got more than one, haven't they? Am I going mad? They've got one. I can't remember. Jason's just held up a finger. They've got one. Still, if we've got... Again, we've got two... Okay, that's two wizards... That we can that we can use. Um, you can only use him if you're willing to give uh, Azra and Co their property, but that's complicated. Jan nods. We'll talk. We'll talk about that uh, mm. in a little bit. Right. Well, either way, then th- those are good points. So, as far as the so with this, so you were saying with the Sunset Girls, um, either spies. Stealing equipment. Preferably both if they can. Yeah, if they spy. can get in and leave a spy and take some equipment Yeah, out. walk out with the rest of them with some stuff. That would be ideal. Okay, so espionage with... So uh, infiltrate, steal targets of opportunity. Mm. Well, uh, guns are what you're missing now, aren't you? That's what you lost. So see supplies of opportunity. And power. Fine. Just, to, just so you're aware, as uh, the old, as the as the old halfling saying goes, sometimes if you try and do two things well, you do two things back. Uh, you do two things okay instead of one thing well. Yeah, that's mm. a point. I'm gonna suggest. Maybe spies. They're better at being spies than I think um, anyone else we currently have at our disposal. If they um, uh, take care of the espionage side of things, maybe we can, with the information they can get us, um, take care of the actual theft. Or we send them in at a later time once the information's gathered. Hmm. There's a bit of a nod. Uh, Alton looks to the council members who consider this 
give a nod. All right, we're going to put the Sunset Girls on infiltration then. Now, how about you? Is it wise to try and get the get to the Reclamation Corps at the same time as we're sending people into the building? Is that risky? I mean, it, unless we cause a distraction and make it a double-pronged thing, I'm not sure. Are they even stationed in the same place? Yes. It they're, yeah, they're all fought. With, it, with an infiltration like this, they're, they're likely to get... I, I would guess that they're probably going to get... They might get some people in the forest itself, but they're probably going to have a lot of people out uh, where they can get into the platoons and listen in. Mm. So that it may or may not interfere with what you're with what you have in mind or it may not necessarily draw attention in the same way they're like they'll be looking out for spies uh, anyway i don't know that this would necessarily make them any more aware one thing i might suggest though is if you cho- if we choose chose to wait on going after the uh, resurrectionists then we might have information from them to inform the uh, the assault. That's true, actually. Yeah, I feel like if we're sending spies in, a good job to do while they establish themselves is root out the spies on our side. Yes. Yeah. If we can take out, if we can or disrupt the masquerade, that might be the most valuable thing we can do right now. You do have a point, actually. Also. Between us, we're quite good at that sort of thing. Yeah. I think. Got a lot of helpful spells. Yeah. All right. Law, I'll pencil you down as focusing on that if you want, then. But Should we do that? It's up to you. Hmm. I think between that and taking out the um, uh, the bear paws, that's... Uh, that, that's the most yeah, immediate The bear paws do, do a lot of damage, just generally, but... The masquerade will get information out of us. They will turn us against each other. I feel they can do more damage in the long term. Mm. Also, without them in that battle, things might have been very different. Honestly. Without those illusions, we might have had a different time. Yeah, I think I agree with you. The masquerade are a good place to start. All right. They feel like the most dangerous. Okay. Keep Maybe her... it's because they're the most like us that that worries me. Honestly, it does freak me the fuck out that somebody can do what we can do. Oh, that's uh, uh, disconcerting insight into your lives. Um... <laughs> it says a lot about uh, us that I don't yes. maybe want to think about. No, we're all extremely disconcerting. It's right. not new. And a little bit on the arrogant side. <laughs> Probably. Someone else doing what we do should not be this scary, but it really is. It is. Jan puts a hand up. We've got a few... Uh, we've got a rotation of clerics here in the... Uh, uh, here in the uh, uh, fort that can do some uh, sendings and responses and such as needed. Great. That's good. I think you all already know this, but I can do sending as well if you're... I've, Ever uh, dying. I, yeah, I've informed them of that. We need all of we need our information together. I, I assumed you would have done, but just in case. <sighs> okay, that's your that's your plan. Obviously, if you find a better t- target of opportunity and go ahead with that, just keep us informed. All right, we'll do. Okay, we'll do. Okay, 
All right, everybody. I think we've got. I think that is a plan. Uh, oh, uh, Governor, any news on uh, that? Uh, uh, on getting those uh, 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 that uh, writ passed uh, through the assembly, uh, Governor Franz. Well, I'm uh, just uh, crossing the I's and dotting the T's on that uh, today. I'm uh, just talking with a few less people uh, this afternoon, and uh, that hopefully that should all be uh, good. Uh, we'll find that out later. I, I should find... Uh, I've got a meeting later today with a few people to just uh, cross the I's, dot the T's, and uh, hopefully it should all be, should all be sorted out. Uh, should definitely be able to get those assurances for your uh, your uh, piratical companions. Good. Uh, not a hundred percent certain about the uh, about the uh, land deed things, but uh, we can we can talk about that. Uh, I think uh, Yan has some ideas there. Good, good. Any progress on that would be good. They were a very useful force. We can promise they are very good. They're the and one with the necromancer. necromancer, right? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely need more need more wizards. Really short and wizards. Alright. Uh think that's it, everyone? Right. Uh Okay then, uh let's uh I guess uh cancel dismissed, right? <laughs> hmm. Uh right, uh yeah, cancel dismissed. Is that person okay? Are they hiding something? What's going on? Can I just do an insight? Uh do an insight. Fifteen. They're a little nervy, but you don't know whether it's wh- how whether it's because they're hiding something or if it's just the stressful situation. It's like, why wouldn't you be nervy? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they may just re- react to be reacting in a, st- in, a, in a natural way to a stressful time. I don't trust it. Okay. Hmm. Which one was that that you didn't trust? That's the governor. Governor Yan. Uh, Governor Esther, Jan is the priest. Sorry. I know you get the mix-up. Okay. The as the rest of the council uh, kind of breaks up and goes to the various tasks, uh, Jan pulls you to one side. First of all, uh, I might suggest getting some sleep. But What's a sleep for? It was on the agenda, but... What, what um, is a sleep? Yeah. Given the uh, circumstances and everything, uh, I, uh, unless you've uh, got accommodations that you pre- prefer to be in, uh, I could make use of uh, some of the... Uh, uh, some of the uh, patrons' uh, lounges in the temple if you uh, needed to get a few hours in. We have... We have- out of character, we have places near the Kraken's yeah, where we're staying. Uh, we personally, I'm I've got a room already. Thanks. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, we. Thank you for the offer, though. That's all right. Uh, I have a family, though. Of course, we uh, the temple uh, have a number of well-placed members of society who are uh, patrons of the church. And uh, they, one of the services we usually offer is a comfortable and uh, discreet sort of meeting place uh, for sensitive discussions. 
This afternoon, uh, about three. This afternoon, about four, giving you time to have a rest. Of the evening. The, uh, the the good governor is going to be having a meeting with representatives from the other four. Uh, I guess you'd say the big families. Right. What does that mean? Real estate, shipping, finance, the people who run the factories here. Ah. What was the word somebody else used? Fat cats? <laughs> hmm. uh, I think... Uh, yeah, it might be a Sunder thing, but... No, no, I've, I've heard that as well. There is... There's, uh, there's certainly some colourful types. And there's definitely places uh, in our doctrine where I think uh, some people will cleave a little closer to some of the tenets than others, but we try to, try to keep them on, uh, try to keep them on the productive path, you know? Wealth, uh, as they say, as the, uh, as the gospel goes, one should share the wealth, you know? Mm. When the river floods, we all rise. Or drown. When the river Sorry. floods, we all rise. If you happen to be in a boat, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't so, your house get put underwater and loads of, you know, children die and stuff? How does that work positively? You're from the uh, underdock? No, I'm from down the road. Sorry, I'm really tired. I get sarcastic when I'm tired. That's Ooh, fine. Yeah. Um, I so there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of farming that relies on regular flooding. Oh, oh yeah. Huh. That's a lot nicer with context. Thank you. I appreciate. Yeah, but yes, there's also no, there's also the uh, that would just approach. be like a, the strong rise saying, which is, wouldn't be uncommon. But yeah. No, seasonal flooding is a thing that oh. some places rely on. Uh, I get the feeling you're. Um, I'll skip the. I'll skip the whole sermon. Uh, but if you want the uh, nutshell version, uh, as far as we're concerned, prosperity is a good thing. We like. We like people. We like people making money, and we like people spending money, because that means people are in jobs. And people get to uh, get to live their livelihoods. So, with regards to the current situation, how not good for business. It's yeah. not good for business. No. no. Um, but as I said, we have uh, we do often unless make... you happen to be selling guns. Hmm. Well, there is that. Unfortunately, arms manufacturing is not one of the foremost uh, elements of. Uh, Newmark's industry. So we had a couple of we have a couple of uh, artists and gunsmiths, but largely we import uh, we are imported from elsewhere. Uh, we're not near any we're not really near any steel. Mm. So that's uh, that's kind of an issue. But yeah, importing uh, certainly is something we'd be looking into. Now, um, because those uh, big five families are meeting, um, I wanted to. Uh, Maybe offer a casual invite. Mm-hmm. See, I can uh, get you in as some guests, um, given your... Uh, <laughs> given the recent... 
I want to say prestige of your actions. Oh, do we have prestige mm-hmm. now? How exciting. Hey. Look at us. one word for it, I suppose. Um, let's just say the, as far as anyone's concerned, uh, I'm trying to butter you up, recruit you in as patrons, and uh, giving you a taste of the luxury. Although, if you do ever want to become patrons, we do offer some excellent services. <laughs> so basically, we're there as, as a business, a shipping business, that you're trying to recruit. Uh, or you're as yourselves, which, given how much you stand out, you're there... Probably easier. You're there because yeah. you are uh, heroes of the hour. You did just, after all, save one of those ships. True. Last night. That is true. We uh, we like uh, we like to have uh, we like to have heroes in the books. Hey, if that's plausible, let's go with that. Mm. Having you in as guests means you'll be able to uh, get some words in. Gonna be blunt. And this is true with any with any group of uh, with any congregation. Some of these uh, folks are more virtuous than others. Some of them are frankly nicer than others. They're, they can be used to getting their own way. I tend to deal with a soft touch, but. I'm keeping you warned ahead of time. Now, I know you've got some uh, some arrangements in mind with the uh, land and such. Yes. Now, the abolitionism is going to be a soft sell. None of uh, none of them. Well. Four out of the five of them have no interests in in slave-based industries. And uh, the Vandasaurs recently lost that wing of the family. Good. So that's not likely to... So as far as they're concerned, that's a small concession. They'll probably try and ask for something anyway. But uh, this... Trying to get them to give up land... Hard tricky there there are wheels that need to be greased now they'll want to, they're going to want something for any concession you ask of them mm-hmm. there are things that maybe you could do for them directly or there are things that they can ask of the city and perhaps by extension whatever becomes of this colonial arrangement. I know that uh, I know that Hannah and Jacob are big on the idea of autonomy or even full independence. I'm not opposed to it. But they're going to be looking at this from the standpoint of getting in on the ground floor. Concessions Understood. like that Esther is a very popular woman. She's good at getting votes. But I would not necessarily describe her as the most far-sighted person. 
she will give up concessions in the future for benefits in the now. Without thinking about what it actually means, potentially. Mm. Here and now, some of those concessions aren't going to make a big difference. There are uh, things for the future. And they're likely to ask for, um, well, any of them would appreciate a tax break. Especially uh, those that work more in finance, those that have a lot of focus on, uh, on real estate. Now, um, that doesn't cost us anything now. But this war ain't going to be won in one battle. Mm -hmm. And if they get holidays now, let me put it this way. These five families represent at least 60% of the wealth of this state, of this country. Ugh. Wow, that shouldn't some be allowed. Of them, some of them have wealth influence that extends outwards as well. They have um, a lot of sway. So financial uh, concessions like reducing tax means that down the road we're gonna we're not gonna have as much money, and we'll need to get it from elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me tell you, the church's dogma, uh, as far as we're concerned, is we like low taxes. But that doesn't mean we like no taxes. Minimal, uh, minimal intervention by the state where we can where we can manage it. But you know what? A war is a time for intervention by the state. A war is a time for everybody to talk to each other and work together where they wouldn't necessarily normally. Mm. Yeah. So others are going to want things like. Uh, if I had to guess, the shipper, the shipping groups are probably going to want something to do with trade. The manuf the factory people are going to have their own interests. Maybe there are small things you could help them with now, but doing that is going to take your time. Mm -hmm. Esther can give concessions, and those will hurt us in the long run. The more you ask for the more we need to give. Mm. So it's a delicate balancing act, then. Always is. We've done this sort of shit before. We can probably mm. help. Yeah. Please don't take offence, but um, I've been asking around. I, uh... <laughs> I keep up to date with the uh, overseas papers. And uh, there was... One in one uh, particular uh, occasion where a young tiefling Oops. <laughs> faced up to an to the entire national assembly. Yeah, Oops. they did. I'm not just bringing you here because you're uh, heroes of the hour. The Vandersars are part of this, aren't they? Yeah, so there are five uh, big families. Uh, the Stumpfs, the Boothroids, the Vandersars, the Cardigans, and the Mores. Cardigans? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're uh, elsewhere. They do a lot in steel, uh, but here it's uh, mostly garment manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, very theoretically, what would their attitude towards blackmail be? Hmm. Say one of the bigger families there done a murder. What? Ooh. Yeah, how would that go down in theory? Knowing them and their attitudes, how would they respond to? There's a brief pause. You've kind of been like taken to one side, but at this point, um, Jan is just full on taking you to a side room. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's fair. Closes the door. Normally for this discussion, I would take us to the temple because sanctums, but gestures around. We should be safe here. Takes a hip flask out of his pocket. Drink. Yes, always. No, thank you. Thank you. You have no idea how tired I am. That would be such a bad idea. (laughs) What is it in this flask? Um, Taking a sniff of it. Uh, It appears to be... Oh, maybe bourbon? Maybe bourbon? You don't know which family produced yeah, it. Celestia is already a little tiddly and doesn't think and just yeah, has some. Mm. As it burns down your throat. Ah, no, no. That one's the bourbon. Mm. Ah. Still learning the difference between those two. Mm. More of a sweeter taste to it. Mm. A little bit less smoky. Um, yeah. Takes this last night. Takes mm. a sip himself. Puts it away. I'm not saying that... Um, it's something we've never had experience with. Tread carefully with blackmail, but these people, they will, by preference, bring things, put things under the rug. A horrible rich family that sweeps horrendous atrocities under the rug. Never heard that one before. Just be aware of it oh and you should be you should probably uh, note uh, the the stumps and the mores own the uh, papers in town oh that is good to know so uh, then we were thinking of blackmailing so it's fine just be aware of that they uh, something to be aware of if we uh, do mention anything is who overhears it well, we have ways of mentioning that no one can overhear. Yeah. Well, one thing I'd be I'd say is if you is have a have an ironclad way of um, releasing this information, because the first instinct would be to put you into the uh, uh, straight into the Hound River. Yeah. yeah good luck. Yeah, they can try. We don't want them to try. As soon as they try, that's a problem. Yeah, it becomes a problem with all the other families, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's a mess. Boo. (laughs) No, I get it. You're, uh... You're some... There's, uh... You're clearly some capable customers. Again. With the whole thing at the bay. That was, uh... That was... But that was unfortunately a one-off of that scale. Yeah. As you said, 
Now, um, you might be able to get a concession out of them, but they're likely to go to the other families for support in brushing you away. Even if they don't kill you, they may try and discredit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, my advice would be to get a couple of the others on your side, even just a friendly sort of way, mm-hmm. before you make your move on them. We're extremely nice. Yeah, this would be like a a last, a worst case scenario if we can't yeah. find another way. Buzzing to make friends with the Vandersars. Don't know about either of you. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Now, um, I've looked into the area you're talking about. As far as making friends with the Vandersars are concerned, they do actually own a significant, probably most of the uh, estate in that area. They're not primarily uh, real estate based. Most of their most of their work comes out of shipping, but. He, that's where they uh, that's the land they own here for the most part now they're not the only ones the Boothroids and the Cardigans also have stakes there mm. so you'll need to do something to get at least uh, two of those three on site mm-hmm. with that maybe they could pressure the, the third into doing it they're going to want something. If you've got any questions, I'll take them. Uh, Brief rundown of values and any weak points and personality traits of families. Okay. Esther is the uh, head and representative of the Stumps. She is... Oh, so Esther's a stump. Esther's stump, yeah. 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 Uh, she is concerned about her re-election, obviously, but she also knows where the real... She also knows where the uh, backroom power in the city lies. Because mm-hmm. while, we, while we have votes, who gets to vote mm. can be variable. See, um... Mm. Well, as evidenced by your uh, work with the Sunset Girls, your people of the world, I understand that she has some connections, mm-hmm. which uh, ensure mm-hmm. help ensure her re-election. But she has to satisfy those people as well as keeping the families in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly asking... Um... For each family, generally. This is, uh... Consider Esther as, uh, being representative okay. of her family. The Stumpfs, by and large, are the biggest uh, real estate uh, family. They mostly have a lot of interests in bowl. And they are very uh, prestige-focused. They care about image. Mm-hmm. Now, the Boothroyds should mention, by the way. Stumps and the Boothroids. Stumps are a, lar- are a big, uh, big orc family. Mm-hmm. All five of these were uh, part of, uh, were from the uh, initial waves of colonists who came here. Okay. 
Right, so they're multi-generational here. Yeah. Based, They've been right. here a long time and they like to keep it that way. Now, the Boothroids are... Uh, mo- uh, they uh, look out for... Uh, they're very concerned about the human interests, as opposed uh, to make sure that they don't get entirely sidelined by by us orcs. But um, they are concerned... They're very profit-focused. Mm-hmm. They, it's not necessarily about having, it's about getting. I understand that they are having trouble with uh, workers at the factories. They're not, they're uh, one of the problem ones as far as spreading the wealth is concerned. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I do try and guide them, back onto the path. They've been known to uh, use their own connections to try and uh, get rid of labor disputes. Uh. Now, the Vandersars are interesting. They're patriots. Uh, not of the crown. They're actually uh, one of the big supporters as far as uh, colonial self-determination is concerned. Mm-hmm. They have... Uh, so they support independence? Oh yes, very much. So they are actually... Uh, to a degree, already inclined to support a lot of what we're doing. It's just, unfortunately, that uh, the land issue is going to hurt them directly the most. They are status-focused in the same way as the Stumps, but they're very focused on... I want to say loyalties. Uh, Very focused on kin. They believe in a real way that this land is theirs. Okay, isn't that our idea? I've heard it, uh, I've heard them compared, uh, I've heard them uh, jokingly uh, called uh, fake, fake nobility. Well, it's an attitude, isn't it? Oh, they've certainly tried to marry into some of the landed uh, types from uh, the old country. But uh, there's a slight twist to his lip. He says this. As they say in the old country, uh, money alone apparently doesn't buy you class. (laughs) Better class of enemy sometimes. By a certain, a certain class of enemy, indeed. <laughs> now, the Cardigans are a family, are a big halfling family. They're um, very focused on. They're very focused on halflings pulling together, uh, including halflings, as it were, outside of their immediate. Uh, Vicinity. They are. Okay, maybe you should talk to them closer. They are the self-appointed uh, leaders 
of the halfling community in New Brunswick. Right. Oh, that gets weird, doesn't it? Hey, we're thirty percent halflings. Actually, it's close to forty these days. No, that wasn't me sniffing at a halfling community. It was me sniffing at uh, self-appointed leaders. Well, regardless, nature they... abhors a vacuum. It's why, um, just. I'm sorry to be blunt, but it's why killing a lot of them isn't an option. Hmm. Well, as far as that's uh, concerned, they are interesting. They've um, definitely got their own connections, as it were. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do. And uh, they do have some uh, real estate around the Friars District. Now, they are actually pretty anti-Orsirian for the most part. A lot of, uh, a lot of emigrants from Halfland. That'd do it. Finally, there's uh, Moray. The Morays are... They're in... They're, in, well, they're back. Sorry? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Beautiful. I enjoyed it. They don't uh, have two mouths, do they? No, no. <laughs> financiers. They they do shipping as well, but they uh, they are pretty heavily in with the bank. Yeah. A lot of people. I don't know. I've always found uh, I've always found Golden Crest and Guildenstern easy to work with, but they are too easy. They're doing. They're up to something. <laughs> You want to know what they're up to? Taking over the fucking world? Taking over the finance industry, certainly. They're, um... They make themselves easy to work with. But they're... You have to tread carefully around them. As far as investment is concerned. In the last 200 years, they have gone from being almost a no-name bank to a powerful bank to the bank. Yikes. And how have they done that? I really can't comment because I don't know. Some of it is above board. Some of it's above board and a bit nasty. Some of it, I'm sure, is below the belt. But they started by spreading themselves solidly throughout Jovrum. Then they exported themselves to Aldenos and then here. And they're in a position now where they are so well spread that uh, everyone uses their promissory notes. Mm. Have you have you ever wondered uh, why the Sulian crown has the same denomination and value as the Osirian pound, as the Wendish mark? It's the underdog. I kind of just assumed it was... Why, why wouldn't they be? I thought it made trade used to easier. Be exactly. And 300 years ago, they were all done differently. Until the bank standardized them. Right. Ooh, that's a little scary. That's a lot of power. <sighs> Those two dwarves, in a sense, embody a lot of the tenets of the faith 
they encourage industry. They really do. But they also uh, don't leave a lot of room for competition in their own sphere. Mm, don't get me wrong. business, isn't it? There's a lot of people who... There's a, there's a lot of families out there who wouldn't have jobs, wouldn't have businesses, if the bank didn't give them a start. Mm-hmm. But uh, we believe that we believe that competition is healthy. So, uh, needless to say, the more... 200 years? That's, that's not even a lifetime for a dwarf, is it? That's nothing. Oh, yeah, it's, it's still the same, too. Uh, it's, Golden Crest and Guildenstern. That's... Makes me worry about the next generation. and That's worry. That's not good. In any case, they are very focused around that rivalry. Hmm. Uh, it's not an overt one, but they have they have uh, beef with the bank. Anyway, hmm. that's gonna that's it as far as those five families are concerned. Now I suggest you get yourself some rest, and uh, maybe join me at the temple for some drinks, some vettles, and some politics. All right. See you there. Thank you. Right. With that, you make your way out head on and as you take a rest we're going to take a rest as well and we'll see you after these no doubt important messages here at golden kratz and guildenstern we offer the best in contemporary financial services whether it's loans savings investments liking rating and sharing to flintlocks and fireballs or supporting their patreon where a number of our more premium customers will be able to enjoy a range of additional content, community polls, and more. Golden Crants and Guildenstern, as good as gold. And welcome back. So, you make your way uh, out from the battery back towards your uh, lodgings. Uh, before you do so, you stop off at the small house uh, that you raised the dead in earlier that morning mm. and leave <laughs> a message for the Sunset Girls as to their infiltration mission. You then get, you then head back uh, to, let me just check myself what the name of this inn was. I think it was like the horse's fancy. There we go. Mm-hmm. And Excellent. you get some rest. I also get drunk beforehand. Oh, All the drunk. Okay. Celestia, roll a d20. Okay. 13. Scamp, roll a d20. 13. Hey. When you eventually wake, Jeffrey is there. What? Oh, Jeffrey, where have you been? <laughs> Jeffrey is covered in just charcoal uh, and soot. You suddenly oh, realise no, you haven't actually Jeffrey. seen Jeffrey since the firefight earlier oh, no. in the day. <laughs> oh no, Jeffrey. <laughs> Has he been having adventures on his own? Oh, what could be fun though? I'm gonna put loads of paper on the floor now, Jeffrey. You just splat down on it. We'll make a picture of you. <laughs> Jeffrey, don't come near my bag. When it's you're like a this. small puff of charcoal. Uh, <laughs> okay, that kind of looks amazing, honestly. It looks like an impacted monkey. Mm. 
I love it. So. I'll buy it off you and put it on the wall of my cabin. (laughs) I will give it to you for four copper. Excellent. There you go. I give you four copper. You. Uh, we shall put that aside for college, Jeffrey. Yes. Between the beaded curtain and the monkey splat painting, my cabin's getting very exciting these oh, days. Yes. <laughs> Jeffrey There's now a has why a college I just captain club. ships. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that bonus cutter. <laughs> Jeffrey's trip to college. Yes. <laughs> we, got, we, definitely... we shall wear ties. <laughs> I think by the time this comes out, Jeffrey, Jeffrey and Scamp's business plan uh, will, will have been recorded. Oh. What is that? Uh, I haven't shown you that yet. That's... Oh my god! <laughs> tell me, don't tell me fun. anything. Let yeah. me just listen to it when it happens. I'm yeah. very excited. <laughs> um, hmm. So the. Uh, is it just a quick check? Is there anything you want to do before you head off to the Church of St. Fury? Other than put my monkey splat painting on the wall in the current room that I'm in, no. <laughs> you do so. Um, I've lost track of how so. many levels of exhaustion I've got. I think I might be down you to had one. Two. You're down to one. You all have yeah. a long rest. So you would be down to mm-hmm. one. Um, it's also Excellent. worth noting, if not, I don't think we should deal with this right now, but it's just worth remembering in the back of our little D&D player heads that I have one past and one future tally. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, just... Oh, I haven't forgotten, don't worry. Yeah, it's just worth <laughs> noting for the next time we have some downtime. <laughs> yeah, but you might, yeah. might want to consider that later today. <laughs> so, the you make your way out um, and... It's been a little while since uh, we've had one of these. Um, <clears throat> you hear someone calling out. Blazing Beast Besiege City! Blazing Beast Besiege City! Oh, Get your new right. Mark Thompson! in a newspaper! Hello, are you selling newspapers? Yeah, damn right. No, I'm actually selling flowers. You can see for all the flowers I have instead of the stack of newspapers. Of I'd like I'm a bunch newspapers. of daffodils. All right. Picks you up smart one of, fuck. Picks up one of the newspapers. <laughs> That'll be a copper. Thank you. There you go. I give him a silver. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> What's your name? Huh? Oh, name's, uh, name's Jack. Uh, hey! Hey, Mary! You see over there's a halfling who is actually selling uh, flowers. Uh, he, he, who, he was actually a human uh, human teenager. Uh, counts a couple of coppers, tosses them over to her, and she uh, quickly bundles up some daisies and passes, passes them to you. Oh, thank you. That's very exciting. It's all right, you paid enough for them. Excellent. Lovely. <sighs> Burning police, beast b- besieged city. Good, you new old mark times. I want to. <laughs> she does the thing where she like rustles open the newspaper like she's in a terrible film. Bronze ball kicker strikes again. Ooh, tell us everything. Who's the bronze ball kicker? Uh, so <laughs> yeah, you look through. There are a couple of headlines. The main headline, of course, is Blazing Beasts Besiege City, mm-hmm. um, and is coverage of the attack by the fire elementals the previous night. Mm-hmm. What's the paper called? Uh, this is just the New York Times. Excellent. <laughs> the failing New Altmark Times. The failing New Altmark Times, if you would. Anyway. <laughs> I broke the DM. <laughs> oh, no. 
so yeah, you um, you you examine the um, uh, the failings in short amount of times. Uh, yeah, the main piece is co- uh, covers the uh, attacks by the uh, creatures. Uh, it glosses over the illusions uh, be- beyond a couple of sentences mentioning. Uh, reports of possible troops uh, that had snuck over the river that were dealt with um, and is largely framed as a propaganda piece uh, em- emphasizing the fighting off of the creatures uh, but it does uh, but there are there is a, an artist sketch of the dockside in flames and the various creatures as well uh, the second piece uh, bronze ball kicker strikes again. Uh, talks about an, a, about a dual burglary that happened the previous night. Mm. As uh, at the same time, the uh, the bronze triple burglary, in fact, the bronze ball kicker uh, robbed the baller and the Wilma, not the trigger and the Maria. Mm-hmm. Um, sea buggers. Interesting, yeah. The two other ships. Uh, I don't blame them. Yeah, fair. <laughs> and, uh, and also broke into St. Stitchfather's Cathedral, stealing a body and raiding these, uh, and apparently raiding the, uh, 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 the cathedral vault. Mm. Um, the, as a consequence, the bounty. Uh, issued by the Vandersar family has risen to 1,000 Syrian pounds. God. And a sketch has been included, which is not entirely unlike Corzin. No. We have a problem. I told you that natural one would come back for you. Mm, We have a really big problem. Does it have a tricorn and everything? Uh... Were you wearing it during the attack? No, it's got the helmet. It's okay. got the helmet, but in other features, it does resemble Corzin. It's got the distinctive waistcoat, like the proportions are about right, uh, but it's still got that bronzish helmet. Maybe you shouldn't wear that waistcoat for a few days. <laughs> oh. I'll switch to the one that uh, Fighty made for me. That's a good shout. It's almost yeah. identical, but nicer. That's the same waistcoat, my love. <laughs> Um, do you, is it impossible for you to look different? Well, hang on, hang on. I I suppose, okay, genuine question here, Jason, because yeah. it has been a while. Um, do we still have the clothes that Corson was given in um, Vondion to go and see the Duchess? Probably. Probably I mean, stashed, no reason in, we wouldn't, yeah, probably yeah. stashed in, your, in your stateroom so you can go and get those. And yeah, you okay. do. They are fancy as fuck for the um, for, for what we're doing, but they are at least different and distinct, and he doesn't yeah. um, uh, have the hat with that. He loves it. It's suddenly... I'm going to plait my hair with this. Oh, just... Give it... Fuck it, you can't do your own hair. Give me your hair. <laughs> she, um... No, don't give her does, your hair! She does, like, like, a little, like, French braid slash warrior tail on oh. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry, a little ridiculous if you do it. No offence. <laughs> <laughs> it is very much a Guybrush Threepwood one. And if any of you get that reference, you're my favourite. Oh. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, I've had the Lechuk theme in my head recently. Uh, so, oh, brilliant. you, um, yeah, paging through, there are, uh, well, I'll say you page through while Quarzen is getting dressed. Mm. Uh, Hang on a minute. No, 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 no this, this bears a closer examination. Do they seriously think that um, all three of these um, robberies were uh, perpetrated by the same person. There wasn't time. Also, uh, is it being attributed to the bronze ball kicker, is the painting of the uh, church, uh, of the purity church, um, Midnight Blue. Hmm. Well, that's fair. Oh, and uh, <laughs> you also have a word from the, uh, fr- from the docs who say that due to the depletion of half of the paint... Uh, it's going. It unless it, there's either going to be a delay unless you want to pay an extra hundred gold uh, gold uh, crowns for, uh, for 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 expedited paint delivery. All right, crazy idea here. If they've still got some of the paint left, could we pick a second color and have it in stripes? That sounds amazing. Sure. What's your second color? Um, super distinctive. I super love distinctive. it. I want this. Will be fine. Yes. Purple. Well, hang on. If, maybe if, or pink. Both good colors. I mean, that that's what very loud. What color Very loud. <laughs> well, we were, we were going to go for uh, Midnight Blue. If we have, like, maybe a complementary color, like a dark green or, or gray or something. The, uh, as, you're, as you're discussing this with the uh, docker, uh, with the uh, shipwrights there, oh. Yeah, we've got, uh, we got dark greens, uh, we got dark browns, and uh, yeah, we've got some silver paint as well. Come on, Midnight Blue and Silver, it'll look amazing. Uh, that one's a bit more pricey. Uh, it'll set you back another fifty. It still set you back another uh, 50, uh, 50 gold. Mm. Oh, I've got fifty gold. Yeah, whatever. All right, Silver and Midnight Blue, it is. I can't believe you actually agreed to that. This is the best day ever. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to pay that actually out of my own coffer. Okay. So. <laughs> so. Um... <laughs> Various delays notwithstanding. Ship <laughs> uh, is so conspicuous. <laughs> you do make your way on. Uh, oh, I love us. What is wrong with us? Everything. <laughs> the rest of the article. Well, it's a double in... bluff. Nobody who looked at that would think we were trying to be inconspicuous, <laughs> now would they? <laughs> and they'd be right. <laughs> I feel like now you're starting to think more like me, cause <laughs> That does not sound promising. Nobody's going to think we're capable of anything because our shit looks so fucking ridiculous. Well, look, look, look. I, I think actually that the. the, the, the the more important thing here is it does not look at all like it did before. True. Very true. <laughs> and when say... we have to paint it again because it's really distinctive, people will be looking for a different ship. They'll they'll remember what it looked like. They will. <laughs> it's very Grand Theft Auto. For a fact. I'm very, very old <laughs> Grand, so Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. So you, yeah, this happens while you are getting stuff from the state room, so they, they, they talk to you, so it doesn't take too much, probably too yeah. much additional time. Um, while Cosney is getting changed, you skim through the rest of the newspaper. Most of it is local interest articles. Uh, there is stuff towards the back, actually. Uh, one article that catches your eye. It's, um, it's an essay called On the Plight of Chains uh, by Tammy Cowper. And it's an aboli- and it's actually an abolitionist essay, uh, in ver- uh, 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 kind of writing about the uh, about the evils of slavery, condemning these, uh, condemning the various uh, colonial governments for allowing it to continue. 
Uh, it's impassioned, but you can, but you get the feeling from the way it's been pushed to the back that it's not that either this is not something that the newspaper itself is terribly interested in, or if it's it, it's something that gets printed a lot, mm. and they tend to just put it to the back in in light in preference of more immediately exciting articles. So, you make your way over to the Church of St. Fury. The church is pretty swanky. That's why we've got swanky music. Ooh, the slightly sap it. Sap it. Sap it. Sap it. Sap it. It's not here. A lot of clean, the interior has a lot of clean lines and fairly modernish uh, feeling architecture to it. There is uh, quite an imp- there's a very impressive looking uh, organ at, at one end. It's got a strangely jazzy sort of feel to it. Um, and of course at the forefront of it there is an, a, a, a painted image of uh, St. Fury uh, depicted uh, in this case, as a red-headed half-orc woman uh, holding a uh, holding a musket uh, with a saber uh, at her hip, standing uh, standing at, at, at the charge. Uh, sorry, 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 standing and kind of pointing forwards while various heart, uh, various people are practicing trades behind her but like also moving forwards it's sort of a very stylized image almost of um kind of wagons full of settlers Mm. um and there's lots of people like cutting wood and so on in in, in the painting behind Mm. uh the church is not very frequented at the moment there are a few people uh in the corners uh at the small many little altars uh, that tend to come at the, uh, around the edges. There are various little spirits floating around, uh, just burning offerings. But you do see uh, Jan House, the cleric of the uh, of Saint uh, Fury, uh, wave to you as you come in. Good to see you. Uh, nice to see you too. How are you doing? All right. Uh, we've kind of got started already. I was hoping you'd come by. Uh, let me let you into the back. Mm. Uh, we'll go to one. Of, uh, we've got uh, one of the. Uh, Private uh, prayer chambers prepared. Mm. Uh, any drink preferences? Ah, whiskey if you've got it, please. Whiskey for you. Any rum? Can do you a rum. Uh, how uh, about you, Yolanda? Milk, Yolan? please. Just milk. Just milk. So, do you want to? You want some nutmeg in that? Yes. All right, we'll get you some nutmeg in that as well. Uh, as that. As, as he leads you in the back, you can see another this younger... This place is swanky. It's very swanky. Uh, younger uh, priest. Oh. Do you see the size of that organ? <laughs> it's really big. Until I arrived, I felt overdressed. Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're exactly the right level of dress. <laughs> hey, I appreciate the effort. Uh, uh, I mean, this is sort of Regent's Day best. <laughs> he um, gestures to another priest uh, and says, Hey, we need uh, rum, whiskey, and uh, milk with some nut- nutmeg, right? The priest gives a nod and moves away and leads you through some lovely panelled, uh, wooden panelled interiors uh, towards, uh, and gives a little knock at one door. 
before opening it. Uh, as you come in, you notice a couple of things. First of all, this door is actually quite thick, and you can see there's a lining of cork in the middle of it. Oh, so it's soundproofed. The interior chamber uh, is windowless, but lit by uh, something that you've not tend to more associate with the underdark, actually, by a dwarf crystal. Uh, provi- uh, providing kind of pleasant uh, ambient lighting from mm. the ceiling. Did they shut the door behind us? He does shut the door behind you. Okay. And you can, as you come in, you notice the door has some, uh, is actually a little thick and actually has a lining of cork in the middle of it. This room. Mm. Oh, they're soundproofed. It's soundproofed. Ooh. As you come in, he closes the door behind you. You can see that there are a few people inside already. Five people in fact, and um, nine seating for nine has been prepared. The interior of the room is lit uh, by, as I said, by a single uh, dwarf crystal from above, uh, giving it a warm, ambient sort of feeling. And the the whole feeling, the, the whole area has a feeling of sort of like a a booth, almost, uh, like a comfortable booth uh, in perhaps a high-class sort of uh, uh, tavern. Uh, there are cushioned chairs, uh, almost like little benches with dividing, se- uh, dividing sections uh, between them. There's a round central chamber, uh, uh, table uh, with, <laughs> uh, with actually a lazy Susan little circular mm. rotating bit on which various small platters of meats, cheeses, nuts, mm. and such have been placed. Um, the several uh, drinks are available, uh, have already been poured out and prepared, and there is in the very centre a small censer uh, uh, burning a gentle a gently fragrant incense, which gives the uh, room a kind of wood smoky sort of feel. Um, you recognise, first of all, Esther Stumpf, the governor, um, and the. Uh, the governor, uh, grey blue skinned orc, blonde uh, hair and ponytail. Uh, and again, uh, as she picks up a glass, uh, a tumbler of uh, whiskey, the little scars on her knuckles. The she is kind of sat almost at the head, or more accurately, uh, at one. Uh, actually, no, she wouldn't be sat at the edge. She uh, at the end, head. She sat at one side of the of this roundish table affair. Uh, beside her, there is a heavy set. Uh, male orc, bald, uh, who is actually smoking, um, I think you'd have me, he's actually smoking a cigar. You notice... Yeah, I mean, they they had them back in... um, Yeah. uh, Um, You notice, actually, there are some thin (laughs) vents in the ceiling. Ah, so it is going somewhere, it's not just hanging. Yes, it is going somewhere, it's not just hanging completely. Uh, There's a little ashtray near him as well. Uh, there is, opposite, almost in the centre, a slender-looking uh, human uh, figure uh, with mousy brown sort of hair, uh, looking to be 
maybe 30s or so, who mm-hmm. is you know, taking peanuts from a tray and sort of crunching on them and studying the others. On the other opposite side, uh, up on some cushions a bit, uh, there are a pair of halflings. Uh, one of them uh, looks to be... I want to say an older sort of halfling. Uh, mm. So mm-hmm. maybe in his 90s. Like, not old, but late middle age. Um, yeah. Balding blonde hair, uh, 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 remnants of blonde hair, bright red braces. And uh, beside him is a uh, halfling woman with uh, very sort of round horn-rimmed spectacles uh, and a very neat shirt. Uh, you see she actually has um, a what looks like a book, a, a notebook in front of her and is just jotting some notes as the, uh, as the casual conversation goes. But as you enter, they all turn their attention to you. Young uh, smiles. Now, as I promised, we have the heroes of the hour. Uh, if I can uh, introduce you all, uh, this uh, here, uh, let's, uh, this here, of course, is uh, Captain uh, Corzin Horace of the Kraken's Bane. Uh, they pulled that uh, remarkable stunt out in the in the water and saved the day. Uh, now, this here, of course, uh, is uh, Celestia Stardust. Nice to meet you. And this here is Scamp. Uh, Hi. There's a polite nod from a couple of them. Uh, going round the table, of course, uh, you've met uh, Governor Esther uh, Stumpf uh, before. She yeah. Raises Hello. Some glass. Hello Good to see you. Good to see you. I'm just uh, getting started here. <laughs> that nods. Of course, uh, we've also got uh, Silas uh, here, Silas Boothroyd. Through this cigar. Good to meet you. Hello. We've got a. Uh, Hello. Uh, this here is uh, Peter Vandersar. It's a pleasure. Uh, then, of course, uh, we've got the esteemed uh, Andrew Cardigan uh, here, the halfling with the red braces. Or flop. Uh, or does that thing where you like pull your braces out and slap them back? Oh yeah. Oh. That hurts. It really does. Yeah, it, it does. You, Apparently, you do it just likes doing it, but just feels hardcore. Yeah. Kind of kind of like a pigeon-chested halfling as well. That hurts more if you possess boobs as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> mm. gives a, a... I wouldn't know, but I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. gives a nod. Got to see... Uh, got to see we've got uh, people of such character here. Really impressed with... Uh, really impressed with what you did with that ship out there. Well, it was a, uh, a team effort, but... Um... Just glad that uh, at least it worked. The uh, he he laughs. <laughs> you can say that again. The uh, and Jan points to the last person. Uh, and of course, this here is uh, uh, Moray At Moray. The half. What was that name for? At Moray. Just two letters. At yep, initials. Uh, name not given. Okay. She gives a polite nod. Hello. Pleasure to meet you. I'm sorry. Who was the? What was the name of uh, the, the cardigan? Uh, Andrew Cardigan. Andrew Cardigan. Right. Yep. Got it. Big in steel. Um, cool. But not in cardigans. 
hat. Does he not actually wear a cardigan? No. That's a shame. Oh. <laughs> I'm, dis- Maybe it's I'm the wrong bitterly time of disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, please take a seat. Uh, help yourself to uh, any of the nibbles. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, any of you smoke? Uh, yes. Uh, pipes or cigars? Pipes usually, but open to either. That's all right. We'll get uh, uh, we'll get you a, a, a pipe in as well. Thank you. I bought my own. <laughs> the after a short pause, your, the priest enters and brings you drinks, mm-hmm. uh, pipes, <laughs> and there's a convivial sort of atmosphere of smoke. So, uh, sort of slide in next to Silas. Was Silas the one who was smoking a cigar? Yes. Slide in next to him. I will share your ashtray. Not a problem. Thank you. It's good, uh, uh, you should really try these, actually. They're uh, all the rage. Maybe I will. I've never had a cigar. Can't really get them down below. Nah, you uh, gotta get them from, uh, from, uh, West Sunder. Mind you, half the stuff in this room will be astronomically expensive down below. <laughs> you know how expensive wood is down below? Uh, well, that's something to consider. Mm. If I ever, uh... Get interest back uh, back in the old country. Maybe I'll look at exporting wood down there. <laughs> oh, you could export uh, all you sorts of stuff down there. To. It's uh, it's very flammable. Uh, that's a bit of a problem down there. Right uh, now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go for or two if I'm honest. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the uh, red braced halfling gives a cackle at that. <laughs> I heard about that. Uh, apparently, been a real blaze down there. Yeah, yeah, it's been going for some time. Surprised... Not that we'd know anything about that, of course. Uh, surprised <laughs> to see uh, you so uh, pleased about uh, things going so badly with your country, folk. <sighs> I... She just flounders for a moment. I don't really have a defence. Ah! Well... Each their own. I mean, I do. It's terrible down there. Um... <sighs> The whole thing yeah, should just start again. When, yeah, when your people aren't good people, there's, you've got to find your loyalties elsewhere. Exactly. Loyalty. That's what keeps the people together. And that, and yeah. I can say, if you if you don't have your loyalty down below, I'm not surprised everything went up in flames. Yeah, yeah that's the pro- that is a big problem. There is... It's, it's not good. Yeah. Loyalty I is encouraged verbally, but uh, not actually in action at all if that makes any sense. They talk a lot about it, but don't actually do it. Oh, Welchers. I get weird. that. Mm. No, no, you can't be, can't be having dealing with Welchers. Mm. He offers you some bread. Ah, sure. Thank you. Ah, no worries. Uh, it's apparently some of the uh, last of the good Von Dion stuff. <laughs> Before uh, everything started to go a bit uh, weird. interesting over there. Yeah, we uh, we were over there for a bit. Very interesting place. Mm, really? So we're dealing with experienced revolutionaries, are we? Oh, yeah. You could say that. Bloody love revolution. <laughs> Who doesn't? <sighs> Done one already, you know, thought, fancied another one. <laughs> well, the Arsirians, I don't think, are particularly fond <laughs> of them at the moment. That's true. <laughs> Peter, the Vandersar, speaks up. Yeah... But I don't think the Assyrians are going to be happy unless they got our noses pressed to the grindstone. 
Yeah, that does seem to be yeah. the impression we've got thus far. Hmm. So. What can we do about it? Well, I think that's... Get them uh, out of this city. That'll be a good start. Uh, That'll be something. Here talking. Esther, you already uh, went over some of the early particulars. Uh, I did, and uh, good news is we got some early agreements. I think uh, we've talked about a few things already, some necessary changes we'll make to accommodate it, but uh, we can definitely sign off on uh, the uh, statement of abolition as far as, uh, the, as, far as the uh, colony of Newmark is concerned. Good. So, Celestia just has a proper grin for a minute before she looks a bit more sensible. Yeah, so uh, we can get that uh, drafted up uh, after a little conversation. I know the rest of the councillors are going to fall in line now. And uh, we can. That's amazing. That's something that, well, we can have signed up and uh, ready by the evening if you want to tell your people. Yes. We will. Now, uh, as to the other thing. Peter speaks up. The more contentious thing. I hear uh, you're wanting to uh, cut into a lot of real estate that some of us own. If that would be something we could negotiate, that would be extremely helpful. It would bring some really useful allies. <sighs> yes, what and is that's it? principally what you need right 30 now. 30 plus 120 uh, replaceable bodies. And magic. And magic. They've got a really good wizard. And yes, also, they're, and... they're very clever. They're very good fighters. What were you going to say, Corson? Yes. Sorry, I cut you off. No, uh, just that. They are trained fighters. They are um, well-experienced, and that's principally what you need right now, far more than, I would argue, you do real estate. Also sneaky as fuck. Well, that's... Uh, that's I appreciate the point you're making, but... Uh, the bespectacled halfling speaks up. We are at this point short on wizards. It could make a significant difference now. Yet that's easy for you to say. You ain't losing anything as part of this. You could lose all of your land to the Osirians. Genuinely, though, I'm not trying to be bitchy here, but that might be what we're looking at if we don't get more wizards on side. That is most likely what the Osirians would do in any case in order to um, put down any possibility or thoughts of uh, further rebellion should they succeed here. It could be some of your real estate for some help so that we can keep the city or it could be all of it and you don't keep anything. Charming. I know it's not great. What would make it worth your while, though? We're happy to help with things. Let's not just assume you're giving it up for nothing. What is it that would make it worth your while? What can we do? You see, what reassurance the bracelet uh, halfling grin. I mean, if we all voted on it together, we could make you give it up, Peter. If enough of us, if enough of us were on side, yeah, yeah, you don't need to posture. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I think, I think we'd all rather it wasn't that awful an arrangement. Yeah, because it'd be sure. nice if everyone was on side. Yes, and surely we're fighting for some sort of freedom, um, free will and that. So I don't like the thought of really pinning anyone down. Um, 
But if there is somewhere we could make it worthwhile, I mean, we have a lot of skills. It's possible we could help you with something, something that you need. Um, I know it would be a big infringement uh, for some, to give up actual property that you own. Um, wasn't trying to make light of that. So if there's some way that we could make it worth it, we'd definitely be up for helping. Listen, as far as my family's concerned, we're, uh... We've got some concerns about, uh... Tariffs, that sort of thing. I'm sure if we could look into some uh, exceptions in the future, maybe that's something we could uh, arrange as far as shipping's concerned, or uh, some guarantees about... Uh, Maybe dedicating some ships to uh, protecting the shipping lanes. Piracy can be a real problem, especially if, uh, especially if the uh, orcs, hey, or Syrians, start to uh, employ privateers. Now, I can't say I'm keen on giving up this sort of estate. It is a relearner for us, especially after we lost the farms recently, but if the uh, governor, he looks at Esther, could see her way to ensure, to uh, guaranteeing a, a tariff exemption for future shipping that we do, or if uh, we could guarantee a certain number of ships uh, to protecting our trade lanes, that's something we could consider as well. Esther winces a little. I mean, those are, uh, those are pretty expensive uh, concessions you're talking about. Um, if, we've, uh, <laughs> if we're putting ships on to uh, protect... I mean, obviously we want to protect convoys, but the ships like... They're guaranteed to that. That's uh, ships we can't be using in naval battles and that sort of thing. Yeah, do you really want to cost us a future battle with this? Because uh, that seems to defeat the whole point of doing this in the first place. Well, you're asking me to take a hit. You're asking me to take a hit now or in the future, either way. There is the problem that if you're right... I mean, you are right. Eventually the Assyrians are going to start hiring privateers and then trade with this whole continent is going to get really problematic and difficult that's going to cut off our supplies and possible allies with other people it might be that investing in protecting trade ships is actually worthwhile that is a fair in point own. if we lose international trade here that becomes a surely that's got to be a big problem we we need allies overseas hmm. We were talking about the fact that, that Saul could be an ally there, especially since they've just done quite a similar thing. But if they can't get here, if they if it's a risk for them to even trade with us, that's a problem. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having a small breakdown in Brexit, and I just <laughs> I just <laughs> need a breath. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, I just started like laugh weeping. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Oh, I'm fine. When you realise that your D and D game has a better trade deal than, sorry, I just I needed a fucking second. I'm fine. 
<laughs> You're all good, don't worry. Oh. <laughs> 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 Non-Europeans do pardon us. <laughs> oh, the rest of Europe, I'm sorry, like fucking hell. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Anyway, please uh, carry on moving, with your talk okay. about how international trade is is vital for the survival of a country. <laughs> <I'm not> just... <laughs> Sorry, you never know what's going to push you over the edge on any given day. And yeah. I think that was mine today. I was all right until 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> Another podcast is to be cut out, but I think we should leave it in. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, are we? Right. What were you saying, Rob? I'm so sorry. Please carry on. <laughs> um, is uh, I mean I'm not the most experienced in when it comes to necessarily to trade, but I'm not wrong, am I? There. That's no. You do make a very good point, and as. I think the only other um, nation that definitely does not um, uh, practice slavery anymore, um, the Sulians are your natural allies, if that is the um, uh, the route you're going. Yes, oh, we do also have some quite high up ties with Sul. Uh, we know the president and stuff, if that would be helpful at all um, to making sure trade stays open with them. Okay. So let me um, see if I understand what you're suggesting. We, you're offering that maybe the Sulians provide this sort of protection? Um, not necessarily. I was, I just think it's important that we need to keep trade links open with them. We do have some friends who are basically, I mean, they're going to help because of the, 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 the abolition stuff. Mm. But they, they have experience with privateering. They do. Um, they're yes, pirates. That... They have been pirating. Uh, but what they do is they try. They right. they target slavers. If you are guaranteeing that you are, that is not your trade, and you're in danger of being attacked by people who that is their trade, they will be on your side, and we might be able to negotiate a contract with them. Mm. And I mean, maybe there's some sort of tit for tat situation we could do with Sewell. If you're both dying to keep trade links open, which I assume you will be, because you're both at war with the other side, with the. With the Orsirians, yeah, who you're yeah. both against. You're both against the same people. Surely you're going to want to keep trade open at both ends, so maybe there is some sort of exchange of protection that could go on. Obviously, that'd be a matter yeah. of talking to the president and all that, but either way, oh, he'll, he'll shit himself. But I, uh, yeah. I see that as being beneficial. Regardless, though, that's going to require a guarantee of convoys being directed towards that protection. If the governor is willing to guarantee that, and of course guarantee that we get first pick of available convoys, since we do want to look after our own interests to make up for these losses, mm. that's something we could consider. I would like to what look at the governor, governor like? and see how stressed she's looking. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, is this a problem for her? Um that is Where's my insight skill? That's 16. I'm can, sorry. Can I have a look too cuz I was mm -hmm. thinking the same. Can I do an insight yes, as can. well? Oh. 
bloody disadvantage. Um, that is a seven. Oh. Um, hard to tell what she's thinking at this moment. Celestia, she looks maybe a little out of her depth. I'm actually going to message to her mm. and hope she doesn't like jump too hard. How stressful is this? Is this okay? Can you do this? What does this mean for you? She leans forward and kind of puts her hand over her mouth as if, like... Yeah, I do it while I'm taking a puff. As if just sort of massaging the front of her face a bit. And you hear her reply. Commitment like this is going to be maybe 20% of our ships or higher, depending. It's going to... It depends how much trade that we're looking for. Yeah, we could do it, but uh, I guess it's about uh, committed. If we've got ships committed to convoys, especially long-distance ones, then they just aren't going to be available for other uses. I mean, it helps us out now, and if I don't get re-elected, there's no skin off my nose, but uh, it's... It's a concession that'll do a lot for them, but it's going to cost a lot for us. Worth it, not worth it. I'm not a general or an admiral. Is there a general we could talk to? <sighs> I mean, maybe my guess would be uh, talk to uh, Scorch or Apple Blossom or something else or someone else mm. the... I'm just going to speak up to what's his face um, I've forgotten his name Peter. Uh, Peter what if that makes Sunder lose the whole war then there won't be trade Well, I know that you personally probably don't really care because it would mean that you get a good deal, but... Listen, I won't apologise for looking for a great deal. Big, beautiful deal. But, as far as I see it, this is about coming out one way or another. We're going to have to... If we don't get... If you... uh, don't care to dedicate ships like this, then we'll just have to hire our own protection. Of course, we can afford to do that because of the rents we get from this land. Hmm. The, there's a point where uh, you see, uh, I think it's going to be Boothroyd actually, <clears throat> stands up. <sighs> hey. Why don't we take a break? I gotta take a piss. Oh, good. And Let's do that. You see... Fair enough. Uh, you see, uh, as, he, uh, as he walks uh, past, uh, as he gets up, you see he uh, t- uh, holds up the ashtray to you. Celestia so says, Hey, wanna take a quick smoke break outside? Yeah, sure. I'm going to try and procure a cigar because he's told me to try one and I'm curious now. Yeah, 
expressing an interest to you. Mm. He does pass one to you. Uh, the pair of you go outside, and um, you, I'd say for this, there's also uh, a point where the bespectacled halfling, Moray, uh, gets up. I may take a little bit of fresh air as well. Mm. So, um, which one am I outside with? Which one? Was so, it? you're outside with the with Cigar, Silas, Silas Bruceroid, <laughs> and Moray. Cigar Silas, I remember yeah, that. Moray looks to you, scamping causing. I was wondering if you might regale, regale me with some tales about your uh, exploits at sea. Oh, of course. I understand Would they like have a nice bar. If you'd like to come mm-hmm. with me? Yeah. Sure. That sounds nice. Fresh air is good. Some of the others. Uh, Car- uh, Cardigan looks up. Hi, uh, we get a new round of drinks? Maybe some more snacks? Young nods and takes to it. So, as the party splits... Mm-hmm. Oh no! Roll oh, initiative! Two. No, you never split the party! <laughs> never split the party! <laughs> um, Boothroyd leads you out... Uh, leads you out towards the bank, Celestia, although uh, uh, and into a sort of back garden area, uh, walled off with some lovely trees, look like pear trees, mm-hmm. around. Uh, passes you a cigar. Thank you. I've never tried one before. Yeah. So you don't really get them down below. Takes a knife and kind of cl- cuts the end off as well. Thank you. Uh, I light it with prestidigitation, because <laughs> that's cool. Nice drip. I think it's very useful. It cleans clothes and everything. <sighs> I always, I'm always fiddling around with matches. <laughs> Me, that's strong. I can write yours if you want. <laughs> oh, thank you. <sighs> Trick with this is uh, you gotta, you just roll it around in your mouth for a bit. Don't inhale it all the way in. Hmm. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. <sighs> it's the feel. Nice. Of it. Yeah. Mm. The uh, the Vandies can be pretty. Uh, What's the word? Assholey? What? Sorry. Yeah, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> they got a they got a full-on tree shoved up their ass, you know? Yeah. Not a fan of the family for varying reasons, if I'm honest, but, you know. No? I don't know all of them. <laughs> no, we've encountered a couple of them before, and they've not been our favourite, but that doesn't mean the whole family's bad. I don't know. One bad apple spoils the crop, you know? Huh. What is it different where you're from? Yeah, I'm trying to think if we have maybe mushrooms. Maybe it's mushrooms down below. I feel like I've had something similar. Yeah. Still. The uh I had my first apple about a year ago, so you know. Oh always a fan of apples myself. They're good. We uh We used to have a, a grew up uh, with uh with an orchard. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. My uh my grandpappy had one uh, outside the city. Mm. We've been here uh, a long while. A yeah, couple you... of generations less than the Vandies, and they'll hold that over you, but... Uh, nah. <laughs> Boothroyds have been here a long time. Mm. You own a load of the factories, from what I've heard, is that right? Yeah. Having the occasional uh, labour disputes, but... Uh, oh, we so. make a lot of if that's not too nosy, obviously. Uh, <laughs> None of my business, really. People uh, were... You get people who just... 
resist the idea of progress, smashing up machines because they say it takes away jobs. I'm making jobs, you know? Huh. Interesting. I just... Listen, we make, uh... We make a lot of uh, garments, you know? Yeah. And we get people who, uh... Can't compete with that. They make a few at home. We can make hundreds, you know, day. Hmm, I can see how that would be a problem. Yeah. But the demand's there. Back in Jova, everyone wants cotton. We get it from uh, the north, we get it from the south, now that uh, the old Sulian territories are part of the colonies. We weave them up here, we send them back. A lot of money in it, and I keep a lot of people in work. Makes sense. But, uh, uh, always labor, always labor disputes. Now, forgive me, uh, if I'm a bit blunt here. I love blunt. Please go for it, it'll be really refreshing. We got, uh, cousins, uh, and we got people we look after who care a lot about protecting the neighborhoods, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I hear from them that uh, there's been a handful of uh, fishermen in town. Uh. Now, I don't uh, deal with that side of the family. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure they'd be willing to talk to you if you looked for an invite. I could arrange that if you wanted. We do know some fishermen. That's what I thought. No offense, but uh, you're a pretty distinctive three. Really? <laughs> <laughs> They got some uh, long-standing beef with the halflings. Ah. I don't deal with that sort of thing. But, given your uh, flexible approach to things, are you familiar with the the saying that uh, possession is nine-tenths of the law? Yes. Now, at the end of the day, It's all about the deeds. Mm -hmm. You can say you own land or you don't own land. But at the end of the day, when it comes before a judge, it's about holding up the deeds of ownership. And saying, these are mine, I've got the deeds. Look at me. Hmm. So, not going to lie, we have a few interests in that uh, part of town as well. In the part of town we've just been talking about? Yeah. Okay. But the Vandys have a few interests outside there as well. Mm-hmm. If the deeds the Vandys had happened to wind up in the hands of uh, these fine people mm-hmm. you've been talking these about. These fine upstanding citizens, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, could be arranged that some of the judges would rule that whoever has the deed owns the land. 
I like this a lot better than making us lose a future ship battle. I can't pretend otherwise. Now equally, we're going to need to uh, grease a few palms and you're gonna, and we're looking for a bit of incentive to give up our deeds. What would you want? More of their deeds. <laughs> land for land, you know? Mm. Honestly, if we're talking privately, and I'm not scribal, so I really can talk privately. Oh, this whole place is uh, sanctified, you know? Yeah, yeah. If we're talking privately, I really love the sound of that, to be honest, because um, I think the man's an arsehole and I don't want to lose a war so that he can have some cheap trade deals, if I'm honest. Um, so I like this, but I'm also, I don't work alone, so it will take a conversation seeing how everybody else feels, but... This could potentially work. Also, we do have those lovely ties with the uh, fishermen. Yeah. As I say, after this meeting is uh, concluded, if you want me to arrange a meeting, we'll get in touch, yeah? Yeah, sure. Thank you very much. Now, I actually got to take a piss, so I'll see you back at the thing. See you soon. Thank you for the cigar. Very nice. Enjoy them. It's, uh, meanwhile, mm -hmm. uh, Moray, uh, A.T. Moray, takes uh, Corzin and Scamp to the bar that's in this uh, that's in this temple. Okay. There is an actual. This temple's so weird. There is an actual bar with an arrangement of drinks, and that same lay priest from before behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well... <laughs> Well, uh, Brother Jeff, no. No, 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 no. That's the, no, that's the other one. Uh, you don't actually know this uh, priest's name. So. Good Lord, I'm glad Brother Jeffrey's not here. That'd be weird. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. But no, it's the one who provided the uh, the small uh, treats and so on. Uh, right. And mixes you up a few extra drinks to your, to your quest. Moray, uh, after asking for, uh, uh, for a whiskey and soda herself, and getting any refills gives a nod to the uh, priest who quietly takes his leave. So. Oh. I get the feeling you're not necessarily interested in what Peter is offering. It's not ideal. Like, yes, we'll put. Giving some protection to trade, great, but yeah, not it's... to the degree that he wants it guaranteed, and for him specifically, that's it's just a bit selfish. Yeah, he has a, or feels he has a lot of bargaining power here, and he is making no uh, secret of that. Hmm. It's a concern, to be sure. However, at the end of the day, it comes down to money. Oh, yeah. Now, it would require quite a lot of money to, to buy out those deeds from him, the land. But it could be arranged. Well, if, if he owns them, he can set the price, surely. Oh. We know a thing or two about how to arrange a comfortable price. And there's Good. always, I guess, in this sort of situation, there's the threat of a compulsory buyer to. Yeah, you're familiar with the concept of uh, eminent domain. It's a. Mm. Yeah, it can get messy. 
could be arranged. Of course, in order to do that, we there would need to be sufficient incentive to make that money back in the long term. Now, yeah. if I may be somewhat blunt. Please. Please do, be refreshing. I have a number of cousins, uh, as does, as do the cardigans, who have heard of a halfling, a drow, and a tiefling, who have who that could be. familiar been getting very acquainted with the. Uh, Local Ferocians. Ah. I don't deal with that myself. I work with finance. However, they are interested to hear what you have to say. And if you'd like me to arrange a meeting, hmm. I'm sure you'll want to confer about it. But get in touch with me. Can't hurt. Alright, I will bear that in mind. However, what I have in mind is a little different. Go on. There is a difficulty competing in finance with the bank. Mm. They do seem to be very much like the house in a casino. Indeed. Those two dwarves have a lot of reach. However, it is difficult to collect on your debts if you can't remember who has them. Right. If the records of these debts were to disappear, were to come into my hands, then not only would that be a great disruption to the bank, but it would set me and my interests greatly ahead. Where would such records be stored? The local records will be stored within the local uh, Golden Kratz and Golden Stern vaults. However, and there aren't copies anywhere. There are two, there are two points in which it is in, it is interred. There are the there is the primary. Counting terms, there will be the primary. Uh, there will be the primary ledger, which is stored within the vaults. However, there is also a daybook where accounts are kept on a day-to-day -day basis, and there will be the corresponding uh, accounting books, completely uh, which are stored in a separate part of the building. For convenience, the daybook is usually kept with the account uh, with the accounting staff themselves. Many of the and many of the associated ledgers, uh, sorry, the associated books will be kept with the manager in the personal safe. But the prime, but the main ledger itself and the long-term records are kept within the primary vault. Now these records are indeed copied and duplicated once every six months. It has been five months since they were last duplicated. Right. So, a number of 
accounts have changed or been adjusted or even set up in that time. And the damage and opportunity of five months of lost accounts is worth the cost of buying those deeds out to me. All right. So it's it's a little like um well I'm essentially asking you but, to rob a bank but instead of coin I want you to carry out paper. Oh, you can carry and out would coin it just as well. Be, would, would well you need we don't it just need... to be yours in order to cover your tracks? Yes. Or is this a situation in which we need to take is this a situation where we need to take lots of people's records so that they don't know it's you? Oh no, I'm yeah, asking you that... to take the everyone's records. Right, Everyone. yeah, because otherwise it would be fairly obvious it was you if that was the only one that was taken. Yeah. And, it's, and not it's, our to... it's not our records I'm interested in, it's the city, it's the accounts held within the city itself. Okay. If is they there were to a, be... a way that... Sorry, you go. Go on. Go, go. Oh. No, you go ahead. If they were to be destroyed or otherwise misplaced, what do the other accounts who are not yours stand to lose from it? Are they uh, also likely to, um, uh, to be expunged from the records or um, would suspicion... It will cause a certain amount of chaos, yes. However... For, I believe that with the knowledge, with our knowledge of who has what, we would be able to ensure that their lines of credit remained intact, just directed through us. All right. It's just that, well, look, you're a person of the world. You know that um, while I've no um, uh, big objection to... Um, stealing in certain circumstances you know that when banks are uh, stolen from it is seldom bankers that starve i would like to be at least fairly well assured this isn't going to have any nasty collateral damage it is impossible to be certain that there would be no collateral damage towards the people you are concerned about however however those who I am primarily interested in, um, to coin a phrase, extorting, are those who have a great deal of money to start with. I see. Well, it's something to consider. What were you going to say, Scamp? I've just, and you're confident enough in your own bank that you don't think the destabilization of this other one's going to cause mass financial panic and a run on the bank because unlikely that this is ends badly one this is one instance of a global bank so it will they okay. will survive yeah i'm not worried about them i'm worried about the people panicking Because if everyone tries to withdraw their money, there ain't enough money there. It's not how banks work. Indeed. The physical amount of money... I'm not asking you to steal the cash reserves. 
No, no, but if suddenly But I appreciate what you mean. Yeah. The people who are likely to be most impacted with this, as far as I can, t as I estimate, are those who would not be withdrawing money on a day-to-day -day basis. I am looking to seize control of investments, long-term assets. However, I cannot guarantee, as with all things, that this is not without some risk. I simply wish to extend you the option. It's well, a good option. Um, we appreciate that. What do you see the risks as? That's a good question. In all likelihood. There is a possibility of causing a shortage of credit, yes. However, our own interests and abilities in that would avoid the worst of that happening. It is possible that financial crashes, as you suggest, could occur, but these ten are more likely to be the results of rampant speculation. Which also, wouldn't that be based on them actually knowing that this had taken place? If we were quiet about it, they would know the following day, but they wouldn't want to publicise it now, would they? Yeah, that's what I mean. The bank would know, but. Uh, they wouldn't want to um, uh, invite the publicity, would they? No, they wouldn't. Okay. And you said you've got some friends we could perhaps chat to. Of course. This is a as a separate thing, or is a part separate of this? thing? They have yeah. expressed an interest. I understand. We would, we would like very much to meet them. I think it was our plan anyway, but an invite is always, an introduction is always helpful. Yeah, smells well. things along. If you would like me to arrange that, I will have a word with them. Please. Yeah, thank you. And they will leave you a message. A written message. Not that sort of message. Yeah. Alright. Thank you very much. Very well then. Well. I think we'd better take our drinks back. Hmm. The three of you. Indeed. The five of you, actually. Because Mario and Boothroyd returned. Boothroyd actually slightly later because, actually, yeah, he did. He go did actually legit go for a piss, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After a little bit of, uh, of light conversation, um, Stumpf says, Okay, it uh, looks like we've. Uh, we may not be at a point where we're having a, uh, we're absolutely sure about an agreement on this today, uh, but I think that maybe if we take a little bit of time to think about this, we've all got some things to chew on. Yeah, there's a couple of people would be good for us to talk to about this. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, are we uh, all agreed on the abolition thing? Yeah, yeah, not a problem. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'll have that uh, drafted up uh, official, like, uh, and uh, you can. Uh, Tell your friends to start sailing, because uh, we could use the boats. We'll tell them almost yeah. immediately. Mm. All right. Oh, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Father, for uh, Minister, for uh, your uh, hospitality, and uh, thank you very much for coming along. And thank you, uh, my friends. Well, thank you all very much for coming along. And, uh, uh, thank you for inviting us into the room where it happened, as it were. Indeed. All right. Hey. 
<laughs> a room where not much happened today. Yeah. Mm. No, no, no compromise was reached yet. Uh, <laughs> with that, you are uh, you are politely ushered out and find yourselves back on the street. No one too nearby us. We got a bit of privacy. Um, like you're outside the the, the, the church at the moment, but you can easily find a little bit of quiet a little street. alleyway or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you do. I mean, so I guess what did we your ex- secret meeting want to say? Well, it was very exciting actually, and then I guess we exchange everything because yeah. we've all already yeah. heard it, and we don't need to re-explain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say it. I fucking hate the Vandasar man, and I don't want to do anything he wants. And I also think that it's actually really detrimental to give them to take away twenty percent of their ships. That could be the whole war. Down I the do pan. think we need to think about once we secure this place, we need to think about where our ships are. Yeah. Like once New Altmarks are secured, I think it's worth it is worth putting people out, maybe hunting the privateers rather than escorting ships all the time. Yeah, there's only going to be so many ships they can possibly bring to bear at any one time. Yeah, but I I don't think we should be favouring one family over another. That's no, I, only the, his trade especially being especially a family of assholes. They're such assholes, and I just it I don't think giving them more power, power will do anyone the... any good. Yeah, it puts no. too much power in the hands of those who already more or less have it. Yeah, already have too much. I it's just, not good. I don't think anything that he wants will benefit anybody but him. Mm. Yeah. And I, I actually don't think it's worth the land. I don't think his deal is worth the property. I think he's asking for too much. Yeah. yeah. Of like, no tariffs plus 20% of the fucking navy. Oh, the tariffs never an option. That like, was... Fuck off. That was nonsense. You know? Absolutely not. Do you think there's a way we could possibly um, uh, combine it with what um, Moray wants with destroying these debts? How do you mean? Or the records of such. Well, if um, all of the uh, the records are held locally and we have to destroy a whole bunch of them, would it be possible to um, include some of the uh, the Vandasar's assets so that whatever deal that um, we bring back to the table later on is a more enticing one and they're uh, willing to be more realistic about asking for what they want. I think we do fuck them up even need more. to be careful. <laughs> I mean, if we go in and destroy all the things, they're going to know someone's... Everyone's going to know someone is out to do something along those lines. And then, But if we then specifically target the Vandersons, they know that they were the target of this. Yeah. And that's going to make them very hard to negotiate with. I don't see these as people who are going to be brought down a peg and come back humbly. No. If you attack them, they are going to go into a... T- they're going to have a tantrum. Mm. I'm not going to... They're, they're idiot children. Babies, yeah. They're selfish. Selfish. And they just, horrible. They're going to feel attacked and attack rich, in return. I'm not sure. Fat babies. <laughs> I'd love to steal... F- um, them. I really, really want to steal from them. I don't think it's the best option, though. It's going to be obvious. Whereas, would it be? Ob- could them- we make it not obvious? Genuinely, because How? it is. It is honestly one of the easiest ways to do it. I don't know. I suppose an attack on the bank when and then they just buy their land is probably less obvious. Much less obvious. If we go into their assets and take the thing that we've been asking for, and then go. Oh, that we have it now. Ooh. 
Oh, how did that happen? No, you really do have a point, actually, there. <laughs> There's a danger that they're going to turn against us, and we don't need infighting right now. No, we really don't. No, I think you have a point. As much as I really love... Uh, I'd love it. Bloody love to. Because I just oh, I hate great. his whole face. It's just it's Everything awful. Everything about him's awful. Just, yeah. Ugh. Equally well, though, we... still results in him losing some stuff. So that's good. Yep. Um, it does mean that we have to rob a G and G bank, which I'm genuinely terrified of for reasons that I can't explain. I am terrified, but also it feels like it might be time to find out what the hell's going on in there. I am really curious, yeah. like massively. I have no idea how we'd pull it off, but surely there must be a way. It depends um, how, mu how much security there is surrounding their records, um, as opposed uh. to where their actual you know, gold and money is kept. Mm. Yeah, well, I would imagine quite a bit. I wonder if Philippe but... can do any disguise spills. That's a point. We are really distinctive. And if yeah. we rob a bank in this city and then continue trying to help it, that's a problem. Also, a mm. bank where we've got so much money. Yeah, loads. <laughs> I just—I wonder if it's worth asking him. You know? No, I think that's a—that's a pretty good idea. Also, I don't know uh, what kind of magic he specialises in, other than necromancy, but he might have something. We really something shouldn't be that... having this conversation somewhere scribble. These people have too much money. No. Uh, yeah, true. I mean, uh, yeah, but no one else can look at the past, so... It, it looked no like we were talking to, to right now. nobody, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but everything we say is, would be... But there's no reason for them to be scrying on us right now, so that's it, I think. Not particularly, no. Not g, &G. But once we've done it, we need to be careful. Hmm. Right. We do. Okay, I think, I think mm. we're robbing a fucking bank, aren't we? Hmm. Yeah, but... Are we? How quickly are we doing it? What's our priority here? Depends how quickly they want it, I suppose. Well, if we um, if we send to Briggs and inform him of the uh, the situation vis-a-vis yeah, -vis their abolition, I'm sending he... to Leah first, and neither of you can stop me. Um, I um, I wouldn't I, try. I've only not done but... it immediately because we're doing business. Um, but but yeah. my point being is, I think maybe the amount of time it will take for them to get here is the time scale we have. Maybe because it is. Because by the time they get here, there's going to have to be another meeting one way or the other to discuss A, what they're going to do, and B, how we progress with everything that's still left over from today. Well, we've got a time scale of a, a month that it becomes irrelevant anyway, because the thing that counts records will be moved around so yeah and we need to get the Orsirians um on the back foot before then because oh, yeah. with every day that we delay they have more opportunity to get reinforcements from elsewhere either on the continent or from Orsiria itself mm. yeah <sighs> this is a lot so the question is what we do i mean first is we send all the sendings but we do. What's the thing after that that we need to do? Do we focus the on this? Spies are a real problem. I think that, I think we don't know how long they're going to be here, and the longer they're here, the more entrenched they get. I Frankly, think they need to be our priority. I think the spies fuck up everything else, and we have to deal with them first because we yeah. can't we can't plan in any yeah. of our places until we know they're gone. All right. That's huh. my my feeling. I don't know how anyone else feels, but no, no I, agree I think with you're you. uh, you're 
You're right, so mm. we're looking for... I just got this, like, itch on the back of my neck the whole time, like someone's watching. Mm, and also... A little bit, the tufts on my ears are up the whole time. Oh, dear, that does sound unpleasant. <laughs> um, also, the booth... Not the boothroids, that's who I was talking to. Um, the, the moray person. Who they wanted us to? to have a meeting with somebody to talk about this, didn't they, as well? Yes, um, I think Well, it's... not about this. Not about this, about, about something else. I it's think it's the business again. Yeah, mm. the the opposite They're number. They're another gang. Yeah. Right. It's... Okay. I'm sure I I might be making assumptions, but that, that would be my guess. Is that? Mm. They were the halflings, weren't they? The yeah. Halfling? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah there's yeah, a halfling gang. We know there's a halfling gang. We're bringing we'll with more gangs, to... won't hurt yeah, us. You robbed from. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> Whoops. Oh well. Just a little robbing among friends. <laughs> right. Um, sendings? Yes. Sendings. Okay. Sendings before robbings. Very important. <laughs> so I gather Rainbow Spirit into a, a big ball. I speak into it. Leah, darling, guess what? New Altmark just abolished slavery. Seriously, like properly, it's abolished. Ah! Wanted to be the one to tell you. Hmm. Sending love. You're such a disaster. I adore you. Shut up. Roll the luck check. What was that? Roll the luck Oh, I want it to be good. Oh, it's a one. I hate everything. That's the worst. So first of all, you get a response back saying, Hey! Oh, fuck. Who's this? Hey, it's me. Isabella, sending mage. (laughs) Be sure to pass that on. She'll be mighty glad to hear that. If you give it half an hour, yeah, I got five or six more words. Uh, I can get her in the room, (laughs) and at that point, I mean, we won't be anywhere sanctumed in half an hour, probably. No, no, you won't. However. At that point, I need you to roll a d6 as the world spins. Oh, shit. And you find yourself plunged down into the sea. Four? (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) No. Okay. It's going to be a weird one. Oh, no. (laughs) So, first of all... uh, Are you doing this one or am I... Take off a pass tally. Pass tally. Oh no. And oh, no. Uh, where are my tallies these days? Oh, I'm back here. Okay, number four. Okay. You plunge down into the sea, and a bubble encapsulates you. And 
you find yourself standing on a rise overlooking uh, in the distance oh what would this be a familiar looking um what would be better for this yeah overlooking a familiar island uh, in between two rivers Newmark is not yet a city, however. There are a handful of... It's it's more like a town, it's growing, but there's largely farmland with a smaller amount of... Um, fig- uh, 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 with a smaller amount of uh, settlements clustered around the harbour. However, and, and you do see the church of St. Stitchfather, the cathedral, rising above it, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but in a smaller form. It looks as though at some point it would be rebuilt into the larger later It's forms. not been extended yet. No, yeah. it's, just, it's more just like a church, I'd say, actually, rather than a cathedral. Um, you are here... You, 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 however, look down and you find yourself in a pale white skinned body you can feel feathers cresting out from your head glancing mm-hmm. to the side you can see yellow tips to them uh the f- kind of pull one down yeah, look at your, it <laughs> the structure of your face is a little different this is interesting touch yeah. my face <laughs> i like you would yeah, more aquiline and um you look down and you see that you are dressed in uh, that you're wearing a long coat, sleeveless coat, uh, in a f- style not unfamiliar, unlike though that of the Achim that you saw in uh, amongst the Stone Guardians. However, uh, woven into it, uh, as well as the black sort of stylized uh, lines, there is the image. Hear pigeons crooning in the distance. <laughs> Sorry, Marjorie's on the windowsill yeah. still. Away. So just bear with it if you hear a pigeon. She's she's gonna be a while. <laughs> yeah, there are pigeon, pigeons gather. Pigeon, pigeons crooning around you. Uh, but you also see there are um, repeating patterns of lizard, uh, almost like lizard-like uh, stylized lizards uh, woven into it, oh. and there is. And you actually stood up on a rise by a piece of carved stone set into the ground, upon which is graven an image of a, as far as you can tell, of an achim. But there is, uh, but they wear a, almost like a sort of a, a sort of headdress or hat with uh, with with. Uh, a, with a kind of lizard-like uh, uh, cut to it, they are dressed in a manner not unlike yourself, um, and sculpted down below them are various humanoid figures cowering or, 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 or um, recoiling. There is, um, there are a group of 
people around you. Um, figures in a mixture of humans and a team, actually. Uh, kneeling or standing, looking up at you. Oh, no. Expectantly. <laughs> um, you can see a cluster of spirits in the air around you. I'm a priest, mm. and I... And... Uh, as you and as you and you feel it with your mouth half open, and you can see there is like a an almost indistinct humanoid form uh, standing behind this stone altar. Kind of hard to make out what they are. But... Is there any indication of the sermon I'm about to do? Nothing. Roll... Like just from what's around, is there any? Indicators. Weirdly enough, advantage. Oh, okay. Um, it's not amazing. There's religion at seventeen. It's just on the cusp of your like, You think that, um, and just as you put it together, um, one of these, uh, what what. Uh, one of the people speaks up um, and it's a human but what what else uh, what else did Terry Thate do this I can tell you <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you everything Terry Thate did um, I'm going to sing the Waking Terror song Okay, you do. Waking terrors will come to pass. Uh, I sing the yeah, whole thing. You sing the whole thing. I give thing. a performance. Um, in a weird bit of temporal circularity. Um, mm -hmm. And as they, uh, like, they kind of pick up the tune and begin hum singing it along with you in this, in this very dramatic hymn. I try and make it priesty. Yeah, as best yeah. you can. Roll a performance check. Come on, I'm a bard. It's got to be good. If it's bad, this is so awkward. Oh, it's not amazing for me. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, it's its still an 18, so it's not too bad. <laughs> okay. Um, so at the moment that, uh, as you finish the, uh, you finish this, uh, the song, the, there, there is just, uh, they join in, there's a sort of, piece of awed reverence um, spread my uh, arms like a priest does <laughs> so, so like Celestia you imagine a priest does in this situation <laughs> um, I have like Celestia has no idea how a teen priest act yeah. she literally has no concept of what is normal here <laughs> having never seen an Achene sermon yeah there's, an, there's a pause as if they wait for you to say something else and that's the tale of Terry Thate. We will uh, be sure to spread it to others. Mm, tell the tale, but do not exalt, remember? But you said we're supposed to exalt. I have changed my mind. I I switched those <laughs> two around. <laughs> I don't laugh in character. I'm a better actor than that in yeah. character. Sorry, I switched those two around in the sentence. The song took a lot out of me. Do so exalt and don't tell the tale? Do both. Both is good. Yes. <laughs> well. Thank you. Oh, dear. They gather themselves, but scatter, and you see 
The and actually, as you tell the tale, as you sing the song, the incoherent form solidifies a little bit into a faint outline of the form that Terithate uh, is depicted as mm. the altar. You turn and you see in a slightly in a somewhat glimmering outline form is the figure depicted on the statue. Mm. What appears to be Terithate tilts his head. Who are you? Probably no point lying, is there? You'll see through it. You are not Totakatai. No, no, I'm not. Um, they will be back in oh a few minutes. Weird magical side effect. Of what? An artifact. An artifact that does what? Allows you to see the past and future. But sometimes you swap by accident. From where did you receive this artifact? Who gave it to you? We found it. Then you are not one of her followers. Who's her in this scenario? She is called by some the Kraken. No. <laughs> I see. Are you not then? How does it work with you? Am I not what? Her servant. No. We, some of us, recall the days of the old ones, but we are not their vassals. What is that like for spirits? If that's what you like to be called. We are divine. But what do you... I misunderstand your question. Did they have a dominion over you? The... the three? They claimed dominion over the world. They sought to shape it. But I say we've suffered more at the hands of the cloud walkers. What you said before, recall but do not exalt. That is always what they told the Achim to Maybe you should give them more of a reason to not be terrified of you having power. I've seen what you do. You give me a heart attack in the future, a literal, actual heart attack. You make all of my fears burst out of the walls, and you stop my fucking heart, and I'm only alive because I have a medic friend. What possible incentive could people have to want to give you power? Maybe you should do better. <laughs> You do not understand. Make me understand then, try me. We are... You might think of us as the created creators. 
It doesn't mean anything. Imagine water and a bowl. Mm -hmm. Pour water into the bowl. It takes the shape of the bowl. Pour it into a jug. It takes the shape of the jug. Yes. Now imagine that while it is in the shape of the jug, it may, it may spin the potter's wheel. My nature is terror. If I do not terrify, I am not me. I am what I am made and what I make. As far as I see it, we all have the option to change what we're made. Everybody's made one way, people depart. Only those who are pressed into form are not at the mercy of the makers. Who are the makers? Terifate gestures at the departing figures. And at you. So as long as people talk about you like this, this is what you have to be? For as long as our names are said, our stories are told, we will exist. What if people started changing the stories? Would then you change? Would ch then we would become what that tale would say of us. Would you like to be different? You cannot change the past. No, but I can change the future. In the future. Would you like me to change the words of the song? In the future. From the tale you tell. What becomes of me? Right now? You're free, actually. You're sort of out, doing whatever you like. We freed you. What was done to me? How was I ensnared? Will you remember this? Is no. this real? Do I believe him? Ron and Sachek. Fifteen. As far as you can tell, he seems to be pretty forthright about this. I don't really know how it happened. But what was done? You mentioned a creature. I don't want to tell you. I'm worried it won't happen. Is my name spoken? Are my stories told? And did you just hear the fucking amazing song I wrote about you? Because yes. By other than yourself. Yes. As far as I'm aware. Spoken with fear, but it's spoken. Fear is passion. True. I wish to survive. That's fair.
your time grows short. It does. Any final words? <sighs> Don't give people heart attacks. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I can only be what I am. plunge back into the sea. And it's about this point that um, <clears throat> Celestia <laughs> I think I'll be this one. Yeah, I was going to say if it's yeah. an achieve, please do it because uh, that speech pattern, oh, I have yeah. no idea how it works. <sighs> right. So, I know how it works actually, but I don't think I could just do it without some thinking beforehand. <laughs> seems fair. Uh, so, it's about this point that uh, Celestia uh, kind of take, uh, focuses, uh, uh, begins to uh, talk, bundle, does the thing where she bundles up the spirit, uh, spirit, whispers into it, sends it off, and a few moments later, um, there is pause, pause and you see the spirit return, uh, the prize spirit return, she pauses, listens to it, opens to her mouth, and blinks. Everything okay? Is Leo alright? Frowns for a moment, as if translating from a second language. Who are you? What is going uh, on? Where am I? You drank too much wine! Alright, yeah, um... Oh, bugger. This is... Wait, wait, Say that name again. So, don't we? You see, the 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 rainbow spirit just starts like panicking. Ah, it's like, in circles. Yeah. Uh, you see yeah. sp a couple, a handful of spirits uh, flitter by and start focusing around. Uh, as Celestia looks up at them, uh, muttering in as far as you can tell a change, uh, and you see some of them respond. Um, Celestia, the only thing that you really carry on you that's flammable is your um, is your tobacco, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, probably. No, I, I always nick it off scam. Celestia like, grabs uh, some, uh, pats herself down, grabs some tobacco. Uh, uh, no, pulls no, a, pulls a finger puppet out for comedy in the middle of it, by the way. Nah. <laughs> Which finger um, puppet is it? Uh, scam, because it's the that's... first one I looked at on my personal bookshelf. Yeah. Uh, please carry on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, please stop that. Um, we sure. can have Mutters, a conversation. A you are... flame bursts in the middle of it as, as the fire, as, as the Our tobacco immolates. Cross. Please uh, don't waste that. Several of the spirits Actually, start fluttering around. Really all right, all right, uh, all right. You're not in any danger here, please. Um, we mean you no harm. There's a narrow, uh, narrowing of the eyes. Seriously, it was just a, a, a dumb magic effect that will wear off in a few minutes. You're just confused, okay? Yeah, um... You, Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Either one of you, um, as the... As Celestia, looking a little panicked, mutters uh, to some of the spirit... One of the spirits, uh, like a kind of 
really long-necked, droopy-looking dog. Could I be? Um, could I be said to be uh, assisting uh, Scamp? In uh, this? You could, which makes it uh, a straight check. Okay. <laughs> um, That's a whole ten. Whoa! <laughs> they frown and sort of extend their hands. The little droopy dog turns into little motes of dust that swirl around them and lock onto their onto their limbs in some way. They they've cast something. Oh god. Oh. Not really sure what. Is is that using one of Celestia's nope. spells? I mean we don't no, know. just some as far as you can tell, got some local spirits. Yeah, Rainbow Spirit isn't involved. Rainbow Spirit it's is just like panicking. freaking out, doesn't know like <laughs> Possibly hiding behind Corzin yeah. at this point. Corzin right. um, uh, will sort of put a hand out, I guess, trying to be uh, soothing to it. You uh, are... You... Uh, you are with the... Regent? No... What? Not no. strictly speaking, no. Um, uh, before you were you were saying cautiously. a thing, um, and there was a name that the that scary one, the Terry Terry something. Terry Fate, the Waking Terror. Right. Yes, um, we met him. This is definitely part of his doing, and you should be fine. Everything will be fine. Yeah. You look pretty you... scared. You're awake. Ooh. <laughs> Why is everything is large, tall? Where are the Achin? Well, I don't know which Achin you're um, yeah. referring to specifically, but I can tell you where some of them are. She nods. Yes. Where is the nearest town? Where are we? All right. Um, we're in uh, New uh, Altmark. What year do you think it is? One moment. They're not going to have the same calendar as a scamp. <laughs> they don't. So technically, so, this would be, we can this find year out. Would It'd be, be useful to know. Um, to, 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 I'm trying to think of what year this would be when this is happening. Just trying to think. Corzin would know what the nearest Achin settlement to here is. Uh, yeah, the nearest Achin settlement to here is a good ways off. Uh, yeah. I'm afraid. Uh, but like by name. Oh, because it's one you've been name to, right? Would know. Map. Map, map, map. I don't have the map immediately I to hand. I do have but... the map. The tiny map. Uh, I mean, giving your choice, there's. Well, not Aptac anymore. Honestly, the closest major settlement uh, would probably be Inyan in terms of cities. Uh, you All don't right. really know that, but you know that the nearest small settlement uh, was at least like two days of your ride, so like a good 150 miles off. Okay. Uh, it's all it's all um, Joven settlements around here at the moment. Right. Uh, I think the, the nearest um, Achin settlement to us is Imyan. Imyan. We are... No, that... 
What about Totak? Have I heard of that? You have not. Or I don't think I've um uh I've come across that one, but that doesn't mean to say that it isn't uh out there somewhere. Uh, we're we're quite new here. We don't know um uh, where everything is just yet. So frown. I need to get up. I need to see. Okay, well, we can do that in a moment, but let's... We can probably help you, but you need to be... Have a little bit of a sit-down, a little bit calm. Because you're being affected by the magic. I mean, look at your hands. I doubt they look like your normal hands. Yeah, you, you've... <gasps> what is... Oh, waking terrors. <laughs> you swapped places with someone else, but um, this is only going to be temporary. Like, like, like a few minutes. Seriously, you'll be fine. Just deep breaths. Ooh, in and out, and in and out, but slower than that. I'm doing it quite fast in a way that actually is close to hyperventilating. Maybe don't follow my lead. Just seeing casting with some spells here. Well, there's a lot of spells with ends uh, in them. It's not really helpful. No, that is okay. Okay, no, no, no. Uh, you see, she takes a moment to sort of just like focuses. And just starts repeating sort of a mantra, just focusing, okay. holding the like um, gently smoking tobacco. No, no, maybe don't do that. Um, Based on what the spirits are doing, does it look like she's trying to cast another spell? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of little spirits that start shifting and wobbling into a less coherent form and circling around her. What, what are you trying to do? Maybe we can help you. Answers. Answers. All right. Well, um, um, we can answer your questions. Yeah, uh, whatever you have. I'm I'm sorry yeah. we don't know exactly where um where that settlement is, but honestly, ask away. We we, we have nothing to hide. Uh, you asked what year it was actually. What she says. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It is uh, the year is twenty three forty three. Okay. Well, we will eventually find out what that's equivalent to. Um, All right. But please don't cast things without telling us what they are, because I will just try and stop you. And that won't be much fun for anyone. Her eyes flash up for a moment. Yeah, I, I don't want you hurting anyone or us. And if you're not telling us what your intentions are... This will not harm. I'm simply... I seek answers. Okay, right, from right. whom? Terry Tate. Okay, well, if you bring Terry to... Terry... If you bring Terry here, that's going to be a problem. Because <laughs> last time we met him, there was lots of people got hurt. He is the yeah, we, we had an encounter with Terry Fate our, ourselves. There is a moment where she kind of like almost steadfastly semi-ignoring you seems to finish whatever she's doing, claps her hands together. Oh, okay, counterspelled the... that. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I, out of character, spell? I have an inkling what this is. Would yeah. Corson have seen anything equivalent in a uh, a Regency priest? Roll a religion it's check. Commune, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, religion. That is a fourteen. Uh, yeah. This appears to be a communion. 
they're trying or to no, scamp scamp if it's what i think it is it's not going to hurt anyone is it going to bring the the waking terror here because that's going to hurt a lot of people it shouldn't it should just um, uh, give him like a, uh, a a yes or a no uh, question. I'm, I'm sure, actually, this is a point. You, no, I wouldn't have seen Sander do this. Yeah. Um, no. Nope. I've seen some other priests do something similar to this before. It's it's just a way of uh, answering questions. Yeah, but does it bring the gods' attention or the the, the saints' attention to that place? Because that's not this is not a place we want that attention. They communicate through the spirits. The spirits are already here. Teritate is a spirit, wasn't he? Uh, so, I'm just going to say, you've got limited time to discuss this. Do you counter spell or not, Scamp? Uh, if Corzin's telling me not to, I'm hesitating enough that I might miss it. Okay. I mean, you like already said that you did, and uh, then I'm you gonna, had a conversation I'm gonna about it. I'm going to say that it's a, minute, it's a minute of casting time, so I'll say okay. that you managed to squeeze this in at the end of that minute. Um, so, you, so, she finishes the casting. Corzin, you see three of the spirits sort of... <laughs> turn into wisps uh, and swirl together and a ghostly faint sort of image of the form of Terry Thate that you saw before appears. Alright. She's asking a question. Satyata, she points at the pyramid. Chatikta! Cherry Thotto shakes the head. Ducha, tia, cha. It fades. Little wisps return to spirits. She sinks to her knees. You alright? Satyata. All gone. What so is sorry. all gone? It has been hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah, but you're not here permanently. You'll go back in a few minutes and you probably won't remember any of this. Probably. Tortak is if, gone. If you know uh, Terry Fate, you know that um, uh, they do things that prey on fear. This is a pretty scary situation for you. I can uh, I can appreciate that, but like like Scamp says, this is temporary. You will go back to where you came from. Yeah, How, it's, you it's said hundreds, hundreds of years. Is there anything you'd want us to know or to remember that might yeah, be gone? You... That you'd want something done about or, or said or... Or... All of this was ours. Yeah. Yeah. Frown with you. Scamp, I just want you to make a raw charisma check. Do I have disadvantage on this? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably not. Okay. Oh, 
Died. Jesus. Bugger. Yeah, I know, it was weird. Met Terry Fauci again. Oh, well, we got a priestess, I think. Yeah, you would have done there. <laughs> I had to give a sermon. Oh. I just sang the song, it seemed the thing to do. Right, well, apparently that w they were from hundreds of years ago. As you, you take a few minutes to begin discussing this and examine it, examining it and start walking back perhaps towards your lodging somewhere to make your plans but that I'm afraid is where we're going to need to pick up next time <laughs> so thank you all very much for playing thank you all very much for listening farewell from all of us here at Thunlocks and Fireballs Fair Seas and Natural Twenties It's hard to trust folk anymore the masquerade is at the door. If we're to win a siege well fought, what must we do to gain support? So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.